Johnny, we just saw that video. Just uh, watched the uh, Don Burke plant masturbation video. <laughs> and what did you? How did that make you feel? It uh, was a lot more uh, intense than I thought it would be. Yeah. Like the way you described it, it was like more full on. Like the way she was just continually groping that plant, and Don the was shaft. standing there watching the shaft. Yeah. Plant shaft. <sighs> she was dominating, and he was loving it. I couldn't get over the establishing shot of the moon. <laughs> yeah. And then the, was... then the sack starts, <laughs> and then it pans down to a point of view masturbation shot. Yeah. <laughs> With Don just standing there overlooking the whole thing. Yeah. That was on Burke's backyard, dude. Then his comment at the end. It doesn't, uh, doesn't look, entirely, look uh, unpleasant. entirely unpleasant at all. Uh. That's fucked. But you've seen the allegations. What were the allegations about him? They're saying that he forced himself on women or... They're saying that he's a tyrant and, like, just an egomaniac and blah, blah, blah. He was always trying to get girls to fuck him, like, always suggesting it, suggesting it. And he came out saying that he's got an undiagnosed case of Asperger's or whatever it is. Oh, I've never gone to the doctor for it, but I know that's what I've got. Dude, it's good to do it. Yeah, I've summed it up. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, Kevin Spacey came out and said that he's gay. Yeah. Like, that's just going to deflect the blow. Like, Oh, it's all right then. It's all good. Oh, it's fine. If you're gay, I guess that means you can molest people. Oh, if he's gay, that's all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, he's got Asperger's. That's fine. Fucking psycho. And he's coming out denying everything. Yeah. I'll admit, though, before all this shit came out, I always thought Don Burke was just your all-round nice guy. Like, just nah. Real, real, like... Nah, nah, nah. Real sensitive and just nice and friendly. That's, nah, man. That's the vibe I got. Dude, I used to watch your show and just look at him like, you haven't, you're fucked. He, he used to... <sighs> I remember the show when I was a kid, and I hated it because I didn't have an interest in gardening to begin with. But he always came out appearing like some pompous fucking schmuck, and I was just. And I remember because my mum liked the show. Yeah, my mum did as well. That's you why know? I used to watch it with her. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Why are we watching this shit? Like, really? Who gives a fuck? Like, I. But that's me, just because I didn't have an interest in it. You know what I mean? But he always came across as a jerk. And then when that guy I used to work with told me about his personal experience with him, and I was like, "Yeah, you can just see it at him." Yeah, he's just he's one of those old school boys club heads, you know what I mean? Like Daryl Summers, like fucking all these cunts. Watch the more more will come out. I guarantee you more cunts more heads will roll in that top tier. But it's good like that era is kind of behind us now, whereas like, you know, the era where you could get away with that. Was it the guy from In Excess? Was it the drummer from In Excess or the guitarist or something? He said that he wishes it was back to the days when you could just slap a woman on the ass. Yeah. Was it I was it in excess, wasn't it? I think it was in excess, yeah. Yeah. Because those were, those were the better days because, you know, everyone's too politically sensitive. It's like, dude... Well, it's going to come from the time where it was like the women stay at home, man goes to work, they have the meal ready, they shut up, they don't yeah. back to it. <laughs> it's a different time, man. Different and time, it wasn't man. a time for the better. Like, this, this, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah, I don't like the fact that we are too politically correct because this podcast is nothing but... We're, we're not politically correct. As in, no, we, we are to a point. What do you, I mean, how would you say? We, what do you think we are? Are we aware of where we're, social standings are, or are we not? Because we say we we talk all about a lot of shit as well. I think we're more aware these days. Like, do you think we've grown in eighteen months? Yeah. I don't know. If you listen to one of our first podcasts, cause, dude, we've been doing this for nearly eighteen months. Yeah, dude. It's been, dude what, what episode are we up to? Like sixty-eight or something? Something like that. Somewhere, dude. I've been overseas twice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You got, got married. I got married. I got married. Had a kid. Been overseas twice. Yeah. In the last eighteen months, yeah. I've got a fucking sleeve started. Man. Yeah. yeah. Like it's been a while. Yeah. Do you reckon you've matured or grown in the last eighteen months, or do you reckon we're still the same scumbags we were? <laughs> we're still I'm, pretty scummy, but uh, still pretty scummy. But I think I've grown a bit because I've started, had yeah. a family. Yeah, you've had to. Yeah. Just um, to, or like constantly talking about all this stuff, it kind of just makes you more aware of like. Okay, yeah, I was just gonna. You know what? Perfect example, man. 
This time last year, Trump was just winning the election, right?、Mm. And you were for Trump. Now you're completely against Trump. I was never really for no, Trump. No, you were. Fuck off. You were you Team were, Trump. Dude. You were, <laughs> I thought maybe he was like the guy that was going to be against the establishment. Yeah, you said that he would shake it up because he had no experience. He'd be someone from the outside shaking it up. They were your words. That was just me being optimistic. Yeah, no, I'm just saying they were your words. But a year later, you're not saying the same shit. You're saying he's fucked. Like he's probably, out of his mind. Probably senile. <laughs> you started this podcast off today saying that he sounds senile. Like he, dementia. That's, yeah, that's dementia.、Mm. Yeah? Meaning you've grown. Meaning you've. Actually, paid attention to what he's doing, and we're talking about it as it happens every day.、Mm. Dude, a lot of people don't pay attention to shit. A lot of people give me urban myths and legends now that, like, their parents probably told them like twenty years ago. Like, does that make sense?、And、yes. Like, don't you read? Does anyone fucking read? Does no, anyone? It, reading's finished, dude. Yeah, reading is finished.、It's、I'm just finished. saying. Like, I'm just saying for the point of you know. If we are also all the we. Like we always research stuff, we're always looking at stuff, we're always yeah. But not everyone does. Not everyone. Fucking hardly anyone does that, man.、Oh. Do you have a library card, fucking at all? When was the last time you went to a library? I used to go to the library a lot when I was younger, but、yeah. now it's just like you can just get whatever you want. Yeah. yeah will you will、online. you take Indy to the library to get her when she starts to? Well, we always go and buy books, and she can choose yeah, the book yeah, and、yeah. read it to her. But、yeah. the library, I feel it's a bit like out of date now. Yeah, but you buy books. Yeah, buy books. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Some people don't. <laughs> Oh, speaking of because you're fucking conspiracies. Because the last episode we were talking about conspiracy heavy, I went home and started looking into shit like an idiot. I was looking into、um, Aztecs. You read much about the Aztecs and the Incas? Yeah. yeah. I was reading two bits of comparison: the Aztecs and like their technology and like why the Aztec calendar, the Mayan calendar, know, bro. Yeah. The Mayan calendar. Then I was looking about the point of comparison between Aztecs on in South America and then Egyptians in Africa、mm. had had almost identical fucking monuments. Same, same buildings, same monuments, same monuments, same hieroglyphics. Why? You know, how can that possibly be? You know, it's fucked. Like no one, everyone forgets that there was the same time period. People、mm. on different side of the planet didn't have airplanes. Nah, with the exact same technology. Dude, you you couldn't tell the difference between a, a, the architecture is just the yeah, same. Yeah, it's, it's almost identical,、yeah. right? Then、uh, I got and they have the same、uh, like religious beliefs. Yeah, yeah, the deities are all、extent. like stemming from the gods, sun, yes, sun god, yes, 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 blah 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 yeah, blah blah. Yeah. yeah. I went.、Uh, that's what I got. I mean,、um, the same tale of how humans came about. Yeah, it's the same all, creation all, all around the same, all around the world. Yeah. yeah. I um, I went and got my sleeves、uh, finished off. Well, not finished off, but just this stuff. I got this done that week. That following week, yeah, and I was talking about it with my tack guy, and he came up with a fucking theory for、um, like this evolution of humanity and all that sort of shit, and I was like, wow, I actually never thought about it like that. I called it his theory of, of redistribution. Yeah, think about it, right? So if everything's a cycle, yeah, and we've established that the Earth continues to regenerate itself, right? So like if we disappear. Humans, remember that stat? Like I remember watching a YouTube video.、Mm. In how many years would human beings be wiped off the face of the earth? Like if if the end of times came, if like、mm. a big cataclysmic、um, thing happened and humanity was wiped off, how many years? In how many years would? In how many years would our footprint、mm. on this planet be wiped、Rip、out?、Up. Do you want to look? At, do you want to look it up? I remember watching a YouTube video, but I didn't write it down. I watched like four or five of these because you guys told me to watch it. Like what happens when humanity ends?、Mm. And and how quickly will the Earth rejuvenate itself to be back at peak capacity, as opposed to pre like our? Because we're we're a fucking we're toxic. Yeah, we're a disease like, like on the a, planet. A cancer. Yeah, no, we are. We but, are a cancer. But I, on dude, the like it could it could be different to that, right? If we had people that weren't interested in making money, leading the place, right? Oh yeah. Like no, we could be not like a cancer. We could be yeah, benefiting the Earth the and、thing. working、yeah. with it, but we're not exactly. Yeah. Right. 
So I was... I, you, know, you know they've got a doomsday clock, right? Yeah, and they adjust it accordingly. Every time we get closer to, like, World War, it goes up. Yeah, it's the like closest a, it's been was, like, two minutes to midnight. That's where that Iron Maiden song came from. Two minutes to midnight. Yeah. Um, so I was talking about this with the TAC guy, and I was t- talking to him about how they're putting power stations up in the sky and all that sort of shit, as in, like, that may be the next step into getting us off this planet. And he said, well, th- this is... Th- I coined it, th- his, his theory of, re- of redistribution, yeah? He goes, information now is all just data, yeah? Like, as in, we don't have CDs anymore. We hardly ever use USBs. We use... Everything's in a cloud, you know? Like, everyone's got an, a cloud account with Samsung. Digital age. Everything's digital, you yes. know? All my information... I, I'm, I'm reliant less and less. <laughs> Unless you like my old man, he has catalogues of VHS tapes that I'm stored under the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Which you won't let go of. I had to burn a CD for someone the other day, and I couldn't. Because burn a CD? Yeah, an audio CD to play in a CD player. But I couldn't do it because my, pl- my DVD burner or whatever, it's a Blu-ray player, but for some reason wasn't set up to fucking burn DVDs. I don't know why. It was just burning images. I, I built that computer a year ago, and but I never... Te- it's taken me over a year... To test drive the fucking CD function. Because you never need to do it. Yeah, never yeah. needed it, man. Yeah. It was either all Wi-Fi to my phone or USB or this whatever. This laptop here that I have has a um, writable CD drive as well. Yeah? Yeah. Have you used it? Nah. <laughs> Before. Yeah. Dude, I was going to get a floppy disk tatted on my hand. Like, dude, that tape thing. Dude, when was the last time you used the cassette tape, like the one on my wrist? I have a cassette tape player in my car, but I haven't used it. Dude, I've got it here. I've got my old Wi-Fi here in this fucking studio, man. Mm. Like, I haven't used the tape player. If I found my old Elton John best hits, I'd probably use it. <laughs> Rocket Man? <laughs> oh, dude. I'm still standing? <laughs> I-, I grew up on that I'm shit. I'm still standing. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, it wouldn't take us long. <laughs> nah. If it, within like 100 dude, years or something. It'd be gone. Within 100 to 200 years, the Earth will have basically Evolved. absolved yeah. any trace of humanity. Right? So it'd be literally back to... Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd, if you will. It'd be back to the way it was. Yeah, as in any footprint of us, all buildings will have fallen away to rust, erosion. No trace of humanity. No trace of humanity within a couple hundred years of... Because, like, the way the videos broke, the down, broke it down was, like, if a power plant reactor doesn't have people working in there, within 72 hours... Gone. Something would collapse. Yeah, it all needs maintenance, constant maintenance. Yeah, and stuff, things yeah. in the world that we've set up need. So I watched that video that um, what would happen if humans disappeared. Yeah, and I watched that. It's like it's like an Aaron or something, whatever. Yeah. And it shows like and like mushroom clouds would just start taking over like yeah. everywhere because of everything just bursting. And then we'd get into the dark ages. The dams, the dams would overfill because there's no one constantly like reusing water and la 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 la. Like think about it. If you left your house unmaintained for a hundred years, it'd be in the ground. If it was made of wood, it'd be fucking just gone. Yeah. yeah? So he was talking about the theory of redistribution, and he said, everything's going up into the, into the cloud now, right? So that's the next step. Humanity's footprint will be all in the cloud as far as digital data, information, all that sort of shit. It's just going more and more, like, you know, just going... On a bunch of circuit boards somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just further and further up, right? So less here, more up there. What happens if society's wiped out, humanity's wiped out the way... It has in the past, like, wiped the dinosaurs and wiped this and wiped that. Mm. What happens if it, we all get wiped out and the only information we have about ourselves is up in a cloud on digital servers that just get destroyed? Yeah, well, I mean, if you drop a server in water, oh, it's fried. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine, like, an... A, a, and all the bits are corrosible, so mm. they'll just disappear. A fucking asteroid or a meteor or something comes, hits the Earth, humanity's wiped out. Within a couple hundred years, the footprint of humanity is gone, and then evolution starts again. 
and the next wave of humans come. And then they think they're the ones... They're, that are, they think they're the fucking ones. And we'll go through again. All the the same evolution, uh, evolutionary process, yeah. yeah? And at some point in time, they'd learn how to read, write, And walk, who knows that... Create their own yeah. fucking religion. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then along the way, they find a couple of monuments uh-huh. or a fucking USB drive. Like, oh, what the fuck is this? You know? Uh-huh. No, seriously. He goes, you ever thought of that? I'm like, fuck, man. I go, that's genius. I never thought to look at it like that. Mm -hmm. We're just constant, because the planet we know can heal itself and just kick the wave off again. So who's to say we're not the fucking millionth reincarnation of humanity? It's like like the ancients, they wrote shit in stone. So it's always going to be there forever. Yeah, well, the last wave of humanity that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. They wrote in stone because that's what they had. Yeah. Even Maybe like- that's what survived the fucking apocalypse. Like, who knows? Mm. But, like, it, c- it could get to a point where everything just goes digital, it gets wiped, and then the blue- it's a fresh slate again, and we yep. start again. Yeah. How do we know that's not a theory? As in, why isn't that a theory that people have looked at? Or maybe it is, and, you know. Maybe just people are scared. Because that's a big fucking thing to think about. Can you imagine that? Just blew Johnny's mind, man. No, no, no I, I'm, I'm dead set. I wasn't even stoned. Like when I, we were talking about this. Like, we were legit. It was just yeah, me yeah. and the tack guy, and we were just talking. I think that's legit. I think that's a really cool thing to think about. That's why I love, like, alternative history so much, because, like, they're digging up shit that shouldn't be there for that time and stuff. Oh, you mean, like, the, um, uh, what are they called? Anunnaki and all that sort well, of stuff? Well, they're finding civilizations, like, whole civilizations of people that they never knew about oh yeah, yeah. dude they said they found the missing link to atlantis yeah, yeah. city of atlantis yeah. you read about that dude yeah all that shit most people don't know about atlantis you want to pull up the atlantis facts hmm? a lot of people don't know about atlantis and that was one of the first things i that was probably one of the first conspiracies i read about dude as a kid yeah that was one of my first ones i remember so. being like 19 years old and reading about it in like a library book somewhere man there's a a, a rogue historian that i really like graham hancock have you heard of him no i haven't graham hancock dude he's the best like i write it down <laughs> He basically, he just does expeditions where he goes out scuba diving and finds, like, lost cities and shit under the ocean. We're saying here that the lost city of Atlantis would be near Santorini. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, they say it's somewhere near there. Between Athens and Santorini. Ten things you probably didn't know about the lost city of Atlantis. Highly advanced. Fuck! That just brought up something from my childhood, man. I I just realized it now. I remember, did I, I told you about putting people in trances, yeah? Mm. I'm sure I've told you about it. We used to put people in trances back when I was probably my, I don't think I was a teenager yet. I was probably like 12 or 13 maybe. And I'd, I've got a family friend who's a couple years older than me. And it works, dude, because we've done it. It's like a form of hypnosis, but you basically put, lie the person down, a few people are around them, just a ca- dark room candle so they can just focus on one light source and then ease them into like a form of tranquility. And you can basically get them to just go anywhere in their own mind, like whatever their interpretation is. But you can guide them through like a dreamlike state. It mm-hmm. fucking works. It used to creep us out. The last time I did it was at my mum's house in Clayton. There's about six of us in the living room, dude. And we put someone in a trance. It was fucked up, right? But I remember my sister, me, my sister, and our family friend, and I can't remember who else was there. It was probably like four or five of us. We put, I think, my sister in a trance. And her, um, what she saw was like, she said she was on an island that was sort of half unearthed and there was some sort of explorers or some people there with diagrams and charts and shit and it looked like the the island was half submerged in water and half of the city was underneath water and half of it wasn't. She said this back in like the uh, mid-90s, mid to mid to late 90s, dude. So it would have been like 96 or 97 or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember I said, man, that sounds like Atlantis. Like you've literally travelled to Atlantis. 
The thought, the thought of that is fucked. Yeah. And watch a video on Atlantis. It's fucking so cool, man. It's um. I've watched tons of shit on Atlantis. Yeah, mm. so cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they even made a Disney fucking cartoon. Like, it's yeah. Atlantis. Mm. Yeah. But they're saying, oh, was it myth? Was it thing? They're saying, they're saying that, oh, is Santorini Atlantis? Yeah. They're saying, is it? That could be. Is it underneath, like, in, underneath the ocean? Uh, you know, how many years plateau. back does it go? Though well, they're saying they're saying that if Atlantis was around today, it'd be eleven thousand five hundred years old, roughly. Jesus, eleven thousand years. Yeah, it's but, but the trick- civilization was quite advanced there. It wasn't <laughs> like some shit cunt fucking. You know, it was quite. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Shit cunt. Yeah, they were like technologically advanced. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Well, dude, I've been- and play, uh, Plato, like, yeah, Plato wrote about it and everything. It was true, like you know. I don't know. I've been playing um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Have you played it yet? I saw you on there. We're, uh, me and my brother and sister are waiting till Christmas Day and we're going to bunker <laughs> oh, in. Why? We're going to bunker in and our, with our sour attitudes towards Christmas and play Origins all day. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've, it's the first PlayStation game. Man, put some snags on the Barbie and play some Assassins. Yeah. It's the first PlayStation game I've played more or less since I started my role at work. So, like, four or five months. I haven't played it all. And I said, you know what? I'm... I'm exhausted, man. I've been and I've been coming home and not having anything to do, mm. as in just been wired. Oh, it's good, good to play a good adventure game. Just, just to fucking just chill for an hour, you know, every couple of days or whatever. What I love about that game is all the facts and shit. But and dude, all the this history. one is the most historically in-depth one I've seen so far. Mm. And like I told you guys last time, it was based around the time of Ptolemy in Alexandria in Egypt, so post Alexander the Great. So in the game, you hear ancient Greek, like because no one knows what ancient Greek sounds like. All right, we base it off. The classical Greek language. There's like a few words yeah. that people might know, but... But the language itself, no one knows what it sounded like because it was sort of sung. Zorba, if kind of still... You're fucking idiot. No, no, no like it, it, didn't even, it didn't even really sound no, like no, Greek. No, no, it doesn't sound... Yeah, it course, sounds yeah. more... It sounds like a chopped and screwed version of the shit you hear in church. Yeah. Mm. The, priest, the, the priest talks. The priest yeah. talks like a classical Greece mock-up, right? Because we've got Demotic Greek now, which is just modern-day Greek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude. Possible P. It's so fucking weird because I've been saying it to people like that I've talked about the game, every video game I've ever played, you're, whenever there's another language, it's always fucking German, Russian, Italian, or Spanish. Mm. <laughs> every time. Or they just dismiss it and give a pompous English. Fucking, yeah, yeah, they've all got yeah. English accents, yeah? <laughs> it's like when you watch the historical movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, Alexander the Great. <laughs> it's, yeah, like, exactly. it's like, how dare you? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they weren't English, dude. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Angelina Jolie with yeah. the Russian accent. Yeah. She looks like she's 30 years younger than fucking Alexander the Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dude, <laughs> this is the first time I'm running around and I can hear Greek being spoken yeah. in fragments. Do you know how so fucking cool. trippy it is? That's cool. It's so cool, man. But I've been playing it, and I'm looking at these cities, because historically a lot of it's accurate, yeah? Because you've still got... You get to G- Giza, and they've got fucking the, the, the Great Pyramids, the Sphinx, like, all yeah, that shit. That's cool. And you can cover, like, the relics, and they've got, like, all the historical elements behind the le- relics and all that sort of shit. Johnny's like, thanks for ruining the game for me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> thanks, Mr. I ruined the it's game. It's on the cover of the game, man. <laughs> I'm not ruining no, it. No, I know about it. I can't wait to yeah. play it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're looking at the way these societies are set up, man, because they're, like, pretty, they're pretty close historically, like, the representation of them. That's why I like the old ones, like all the Italian cities and shit you yeah. go through. Like it's, it's takes fucking, you takes you back. Dude, that's why I love that ship one so much because it took me back yeah. to like those ship fucking fairing days. Yeah, man, it's scurvy in that. Yeah. And historically, you're looking at these <laughs> cities and you're just seeing because they're true to scale. Like the p- size of the pyramids are scale, true to scale to like the rest of it. Dude, you think how the fuck did they? This city was functioning like thousands of years ago, yep. and they've got everything to do. They've got aqueducts and fucking swimming pools and mansions and villas and yeah. it's like, dude, it's not far off from some of the shit we have now. And they dude, just but disappeared to me over there. But think about what rich people do now. Mansions, pools. Oh, it's exactly the same. It's the same. And they build
build they build mansions like they were constructed back in the day mm. with the columns and the thing. Yeah. Awesome. Every time you see a drug lord out of Colombia, oh, they've dude. got some fucking villa with big Roman columns the, in the, the front. columns are there. It's a sign of prestige and power. Yeah. There's still a lot of people that say, like... My column is bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you say this. Um, yeah, a lot of people just... They still say that the the way that we're told that it was built it doesn't fly. Like, it's just... Like, the sheer size of these things, to say that, like, slaves pushed them up on, a, like, a sled device, uh-huh. it's just not accurate. But I mean, yeah, as in Giza itself. Yeah, like, the, the Great Pyramid or whatever. Yeah. Dude, they're fucking big. Massive. Like... I, <laughs> The only reason I'd love to go there and see it is just to actually get a, a grasp on the actual size of them, because you yeah. can't do that while watching videos. Oh, it doesn't give it justice to Has it. Has anyone ever thought that the rock was there and they just chiseled it? <laughs> nah, because... Because all the bits intri- fit together. It's, it's all like a puzzle, dude. And inside the pyramid... That's the, that's the amazing thing about it, to make it all like precise yeah. with the angles within an inch, with blocks. It's like just a phenomenal... Even like, today, you'd... Sh- like, they'd struggle to do it. With, with, well, they wouldn't be able what, to do it. With what they had. And then yeah. the, the hidden tunnels and shit inside. Yeah, yeah. the chambers and... Mind the, you, yeah, there's the chambers inside, right, which are as big as a fucking city in itself. Yeah. And then you got the intricate fucking hieroglyphics on the inside where they would never have gotten light... Or, like, tools or anything. Yeah, so it t- tells you how the fuck... How the... Dude, we wouldn't be... People put together those porter fucking huts now with four walls and a slab of concrete, and they struggle. Dude, I put Eli's little... Li- <laughs> I built an, a library thing from Pottery Barn yesterday, and I'm, like, cracking the shits. <laughs> dude, my building dude, it is like uh, Homer's uh, crazy art. No, no, with all no, the nails sticking out no, of it. No, 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 I was actually... I did it pretty good. No, but I've said it. Like, my building is falling apart. There are so many defects in my building. Leaks and shit. Like, dude, this was built with modern technology and fucking... But this... Years. Dude, these were apparently built by slaves and just, like, chisel tools. Using chisels and rocks and fucking horses. Jesus. Yeah. And it's like, the, just the precision of the, the, the angles. Yeah, like, down it's, it's to a fucking inch. millimetre, man. It's within an inch. How? And, like, the engineers I've listened to, like, on alternative history things, they say it's an impossible fucking feat. Like, for the time, that they were so smart. Like, but, so smart. Like, so and that's smart what I mean. Us. It's like, you start with Giza, right? And look at the pyramids and the Sphinx and all that, and just the artist, artistic and articulateness of, like, the dimensions of it. Then you look at, like, the fucking, um, like, the Parthenon in the Acropolis. Then you go to Angkor Wat and see, like, the, the big statues there. Like, I've been to Angkor Wat. Machu Picchu, the fucking city up in the oh. mountains that has all, like, fucking aqueducts and, Dude, like, full function. How? Machu Picchu is insane, man. Mm. Like, just the, the sheer technology of it, man. How does this shit get done? Mm. Are we- I, I just love to get a little glimpse, just to look at, like, be- the pyramids being built. Yeah. Just like just a quick little glimpse. That'd be the just coolest fucking Ten pyramid. minutes. Ten minutes to be amongst it and yeah. to see what... Just enough for me to through. smoke a smoke. Yeah. Just, just to have a dart. Yeah, have just a dart. watch it all go down. Yeah. Darts length, that's good. Yeah. You think just about just it. Darts length. Just a dart Think about, dude... If you could, like, the time period and the monuments around the world. Like, if you look up the ancient wonders of the world, yeah? yeah. Like, the, the ancient, like, the seven wonders of the world, they had, they broke it down into categories. They had, like, the seven wonders of the ancient world, the seven wonders of the modern world, the mm-hmm. seven wonders, because there was too many. Because I remember, like, at one point, the, the Parthenon was on it, uh, the Taj Mahal was on it, and then they changed it. Well, and they put... I'll tell you, the seven wonders of the ancient world, for the Great Pyramid of Giza. Yeah. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Yeah. The Statue of Zeus at Olympia. Yeah. Uh, the Temple of Artemis at uh, at Euphesius. Yeah. Mausoleum at Halicarnassus. What, the mausoleum? Yeah. Where's that? In Halicarnassus. I'll look it up. Just look. I'll have a look I've at it. I've never seen that. The yeah. Colossus of Rhodes and the Lighthouse of Alexandria in Egypt. 
Yeah. All these are fucking Greek, Greek. Uh, oh, a lot of them Greek, yeah. yeah. I want to look at this mausoleum thing. Yeah, but think about it, man. Like, could you imagine being, like, you know, when they're building the Great Wall? Can you imagine what that would have been like? <sighs> fucking thousands upon thousands of uh, Chinese workers just hauling slabs of rock. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the, the Terracotta Warriors, man. Or, yeah, 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 the Terracotta Warriors. Yeah. Have you ever looked in Easter Island? Yeah. The monolith um, statues. No, like, People uh, forget. Like, they don't even, even to this day, they've got no idea what the fuck those are. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's funny. The mausoleum thing is... Um, the, the heads of Easter Island. The tomb of Musulus was a tomb built. It's in current-day Turkey, in Bodrum, but it's a Greek structure built between 353 and 350 BC. Um, yeah, he built... Uh, a satrap in the Persian Empire and his sister wife, Atemesia, uh, um, it's her temple. The structure was designed by Greek architects. Shit. Dude. Do I think any- they uh, used to do the Zorba there to please the gods. I'm <laughs> You're ridiculous. Like the so. goat. Dude, you want to laugh? Who do you reckon owns Easter Island? <laughs> Easter Bunny? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because it's a, Poly- it's a Polynesian island, right? The Queen. It's in the, it's in Oceania, like it's a yeah. Polynesian island. Yeah, who do you reckon owns it? Trump, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a Chilean island, dude. How does Chile own an island in Polynesia? Polynesian people most likely settled on Easter Island sometime between 700 and 1100 AD and created a thriving and industrious culture as evidenced by the island's numerous enormous stone, Maui, and other artifacts. However, human activity, the introduction of the Polynesian rat and overpopulation led to, gradual, led to the gradual deforestation and extinction of natural resources, which severely weakened the Rapanui um, civilization. By the time... Go get him, rats! By the time of European arrival <laughs> in 1722, the island's population had dropped to 2,000 thousand three thousand from approximate a high of approximately fifteen thousand just a hundred years earlier and then european diseases hmm. I don't know how that could and per- <laughs> european diseases That's strange and peruvian slave raiding in the 1860s further reduced the, the rapa nui population to a low of only 111 inhabitants in 1877 shit a hundred cunts lived there a hundred years ago from fifteen thousand over the like a, over a course of like 400 years that's fucked Dude, <laughs> Island, Easter Island is considered ins- of insular Chile. It's a special territory of Chile that was annexed in 1888. There's like hundreds of those heads. Oh, dude, yeah. Something, um, something go real deep. Uh, he, it's called Easter Island because the Dutch explorer that was the first recorded European visitor, he encountered it on Easter Sunday while he was searching for David's Island. <laughs> That's it. A likely story. Yeah. The current Polynesian name of the island, Rapa Nui, Big Rapa, was coined after the slave raids of the 1860s. <laughs> Dude, so it's like they raided the joint for big, strong slaves, <laughs> and they decided to steal the name. Like, yeah, might as well give them the name of the island, so we know what we're doing. Yeah. Like, like literally, dude. <laughs> That's so fucked up. It says you can go there and visit. Six days. A thousand bucks. Polynesian history is in- pretty incredible. Mm. Like... They've been there since the fucking, like, the times, yeah, man. 1000 AD, you know what I mean? And they've been building these monoliths, man. They're fucked. Hang on. I've got to see for what it says about it. Um, what was the obsession with just monoliths with ancient fucking... They all just mm-hmm. loved to... But they don't even monoliths. know what the fuck they were, man. Dude, when James Cook visited the island, one of his crew members, a Polynesian from Bora Bora, was able to communicate with the Rapa Nui. The language must most similar to Rapa Nui is Mangarevan with an estimated 80% similarity in vocabulary. 
It's insane. Got off the boat, cocked his gun, and they knew what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Right on. <laughs> like, I'll give you one option. <laughs> Drop your spear. It was sign language. You cocked yeah. the gun, and they all ran running, and that was it. Oh, dude. Uh, the most visible element was in the culture <laughs> was a production of massive statues called Maui that some believe represented deified ancestors. According to National Geographic, most scholars suspect that the Maui were created to honour ancestors, chiefs, or other important personages. Mm. However, no written or little oral history... Yeah, they don't actually know. Yeah, no written and little oral history exists on the island, so impossible to be certain. It is believed that the living had a symbiotic relationship with the dead, in which the dead provided everything that the living needed. So health, fertility of land, blah, 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 blah. They, they were erected just to watch over the coastline, yada, yada, yada. Dude, it's fucked. But those things exist everywhere, man. It's not just there. That's all over the place. Yeah, like, where else do they have them? Like, hang on. Let me suss this out. Oh, the actual heads themselves? Yeah, like those monolith things. Yeah. yeah I'd love to go back to ancient Greece, man. Why ancient Greece out of all of them? On it's so, like, because imagine all the knowledge from all the scholars and stuff that you could learn. <laughs> Sit yeah. down, young Nicholas. I'll tell you about the stars, my friend. <laughs> So could you imagine what kind of knowledge they could lay down on you, man? Like, just shit that you'd think, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> what the fuck? And, and we ended up going to fucking South Oakley. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what life, dude, that's what life bestowed on us. We're in 2017, and we're reminiscing about South Oakley Secondary back in, 2000, in 97. Yeah, yeah. That's our, that's like, you know But I mean? our Greek ancestry were ancient Greeks that learned from, like, Plateau and like and scholars studying and, the stars and yeah and we're sitting there <laughs> learning about fucking we're in SOS. Home economics. With Mrs. Baker, funnily enough. Oh, yeah. Dude. Master Baker. The heaviest mo erected was a shorter but squatter mo at some other joint, weighing eighty six tons. <laughs> eighty six tons. How? Dude, this is a massive. Look, they're fucking huge and they carved them out of rock. Mm. If you told me to chisel out like a bust of Michelangelo's David and you, I had a hundred years to do it, I wouldn't get anywhere near it. I'd probably do his like foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, imagine, up. imagine being handled a chisel and say, we want this big giant square, perfect right angled, please. Um, get on it right now. How would your massive stone come out? Like seriously, dude. Um, I'd break a nail and start crying. Right now. Now you'd sit there like a smoke and be like, um... Dude, I'd slip it in my finger and be like, fuck this. <laughs> this is never going to happen. <laughs> just outright fuck telling he's dreaming, mate. But there's thousands of these blocks and they all fit together perfect and yeah. they're all chiseled to just the right dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. But pyramids used to be like, um... They used to be flat and like reflective. They're like these giant big mirrors in the middle of the desert, dude. What? The, the Great Pyramids. What do you mean reflect? Like, at their height of, like, perfection, they were, like, polished. The rocks oh, were polished. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, th yeah. when you polish those rocks, they give, like, a mirror. Yeah, like okay. a shiny... So which, like, would, which would beam up to the universe. Yeah, in, in Assassins... Light technology. Dude, in Assassins, when mm -hmm. you climb up the, the main ones, it's all fucking mirrored. Mm. But that's yeah. how they got the lights in the actual pyramids to see. My mum explained this to me. It was one of my earliest memories of history. Uh, she told me that they used big mirrors to shine the light in a relay sort of form from outside into the middle of the tunnels. That's one thing I want to do before I die, man. Is go see the pyramids. That'd be oh, one yeah, thing. Yeah, I'd that's love. On, that's to on do. my bucket list for sure. Yeah. I've gone to the Parthenon. I've seen Mount Olympus. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff like that. You know, I've seen a lot of the um, Rome. I wanted to, my my bucket list for shit like that was the uh, the Sphinx. Yeah, the pyramids and uh, Taj Mahal. 
Taj Mahal would be amazing. Because that's because I wanted to go to India since I was fucking grade one. Yeah. After my yeah, grade one teacher literally spent, not grade one, grade two, she, we literally spent two weeks learning about India, and I just saw pictures of the Taj Mahal. I'm like, this has got to be done. But you know what's fucked, dude? Like you're, Even you're, the Taj Mahal, like, that's just a fucking... Oh, dude, that's a monstrosity in itself. And it's, like, circular, like, full yeah. smooth. Have like, you seen the, the carvings on the... How smart were these people, Have dude? you seen the carvings on the Taj Mahal? How intricate it is? Because everyone knows what it looks like. When you get close, get on Instagram or something, you can see it perfectly, dude. The intricate carvings. Attention to detail. Dude, it's fucked. <laughs> but, but put a job ad in the paper. Must have attention to detail. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude... You Must have to- 10 years in the stonemasonry business. <laughs> On, on seek. <laughs> Red card required. <laughs> For, <laughs> forklift license favourable. <laughs> Looked upon favourably. Must be able to lift heavy. <laughs> you know when you go um, to agencies, it says must be able to lift up to 25 kilos. This says must be able to lift one ton. <laughs> one ton. <laughs> so, well, think about this, yeah? The Taj Mahal, right, is an ivory white marble mausoleum on the south bank of the Yamuna River in the, in the city of Agra. Racist. <laughs> All right. It was commissioned in Animal 1632, yeah. yeah, by the Shah Jahan. Reigned from 28 to 16. Oh, Shah Jahan. Okay. To house the tomb of his favorite wife, right? Uh, Imagine it being his not favourite wife. Yes. <laughs> You'd be like, what a prick. Uh, Sharon, <laughs> when you die, you get a tent. You get the bungalow. <laughs> Sharon. <laughs> not princess whatever. It's no, Shaz. Sharon. Now my princess Jasmine. Shaz. The Taj Mahal is yours. <laughs> Shut up, Shannon. You know what I mean? Give me your bungalow, Sharon. Shut up. <laughs> the bungalow. <laughs> Dude, get this shit, yeah? Think about this. Um... It was commissioned in 1632. It was essentially completed in 1643. So that was 11 years later. And then, but work continued on other phases of the project for another 10 years, right? So 20 years, 21 years this thing was going. And the Taj Mahal is believed to have been completed in its entirety in 1653. So from 32 to 53, man, 21 years this thing was going, right? The construction project employed some 20,000 artisans under the guidance of a board of architects, man, led by the court architect to the emperor. This is in fucking 16, like 32. I just looked up his favorite wife. Yeah. Do you want to know why it was his favorite wife? Oh, here we go. Her name was Mumtaz Mahal. Yeah, Mumtaz yeah, Mahal. Yeah. The best gobbies. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> she died, right, while giving birth to her 14th child. Yeah. Dude, he, she had some childbearing hips, that uh, bitch. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. And it, was, it was about his grief for the death of her. Yeah. Yeah, so he could build the mausoleum. Dude, how many thousands of people died building this thing? Like, but, literally. But his wife died and he's like, this yeah. is fucked. And it took 21 years of 20,000 people building this thing, man. Commitment to the job. Can you imagine being an engineer that, like, started on the first day? Guy's got grey hairs, lost That's everything. amazing. It's fucking, ama- it's fucking it's amazing. it's incredible. It's... Now, that's the thing. We used, we built that 500 years ago. People built that 600 years ago, right? Five, 600 years ago. And we worship it now like it's the biggest tourist trap. Yeah. It's a love story filled with death and, you know, slavery. But, <laughs> like, carrying on, when, when they build the, um, what are they, in Dubai, uh, what, what are they called? The, the, oh, the islands. No, the, no, no. The fucking two towers. Oh, the Burj. The, is it the Burj? The Burj. Yeah. I went and saw it when we were People there. see that now. Have you heard about the, the construction of that thing? People just would jump into their deaths, worked into yeah. the ground, like working 23 hours They're a day. They're just South Asian slave labor. Jawad, actually, from work, was telling me. He said, um, oh, yeah, Jawad, get paid yeah. a pittance. They work, like, Dude, massive long days. I was at a hotel, right? 
and I was next door and they were building this massive building. I stayed in Dubai for about 10 days. And then you'd see it every day at five o'clock, a bus would come pick them up and they'd go to like camps, literally like concentration camps. And they'd bring them back in the morning at like 6am, like at 6am you hear call for prayer, the prayer. And then they'd start work after that. And they wouldn't go, they'd work 12 hours. These cunts wouldn't take a break. Literally. <laughs> what did you pray for? More money. And literally, <laughs> the tools that they were using were quite prehistoric. Yeah, rudimentary, man. Like, fuck. Really, like, really, like, and you'd see them. There's like 400 people on this one site. There's no OH&S. There's no fucking, you know, there's no, like, Union? Sca- no scaffolding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no work, worksafe.com. <laughs> man, these guys are wearing sandals, dude. Yeah. On a work site. But you know what's funny is that fucking monument is going to become a, a, it's, like people are criticizing the amount of money that it's going to bring in. The money it's going to bring in, and the Western tour- tourists that are going to be traveling to that thing just to see it and get their fucking selfie with it, mm. and like pretending to hold it and shit. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's so heavy. I've got it. Don't yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're fucking. They're going to clean up doing that shit. Is it any different to what I did in Sydney for the Pope's fucking visit, man? I was working sixteen-hour days, fifteen-hour days, laying flooring to protect the ground. You were, a min- <laughs> you were a minion. I was carrying. I, I was literally carrying. This isn't a joke. The Pope was in his Pope mobile. It's like a ten whip. <laughs> this isn't a fucking joke. Floor, I was carrying minion. nine foot of fucking rolled-up flooring. Right, nine Little. foot of rolled-up flooring on my back. Johnny carries anything. <laughs> I carry that in my cock. Dude, it weighed about, when it was wet or like loose as, it would fucking weigh like yeah. up to 50 kilos. I would carry oh, it. Oh, sodden, sodden. We had, yeah. we had the technique. You had to have this fucking technique. You'd lean down and roll, you'd it. roll it up on your shoulder. Yeah. Oh. Nine foot of fucking flooring. I would carry it like 100 meters, drop it on the floor and start plucking it in. Dude, we did that to protect the grass. Yeah. For the Pope. For the Pope. For his six-day fucking rock star tour. For his holiness. Dude. And then when you were packing it up, you were dodging STDs and <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Yeah. That, and that trip, we lost some good men on that trip. <laughs> I'm not even joking. A couple guys broke. Literally broke. Okay, go on. No, I'm serious, man. We sent one guy home and I went and visited him. He lived a couple streets away from my mum. He was on crack. He was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the boat broke him. Just fucked him. The job broke him. He lost all faith in humanity after that job. But it's like any job, man. And that's the thing. Is it really that different? Because I've worked in events, man, and I see... Like you go out, I go out to these massive jobs, you know what I mean? Like the Pearl Jam fucking concert, mm. you know, setting up big day out, whatever the fuck. Same it shit. Is. It's the same shit. You got minions and minions <laughs> of like South Asians, right? Because they're the telling one, them they're going to take the job. They're going to get paid seventeen dollars fifty an hour to work ten hours a day in the sun with your water breaks every fucking four hours. The end result is this beautiful glitzy thing that's going to make money for the person who built it. It's going to continue to make money. It's going to bring people in. But behind it... Behind it, you, you're breaking in these South Asians, man. This is sl- slave labor. It is. And for them, lose one, recruit another. Yeah, we're, lose ten, we're, recruit ten. We fall off the fucking grid. It's like, there, flies on a fucking, yep. you know, train and the way in I a takeaway shop. Dude, the way I saw them going, getting on and off that bus, dude, depressing, man. It oh, was yeah. fucking depressing. Really bad. Really bad. Yeah, but it exists. Yeah. How is that not the same as the Egyptians or like? But you know? people say there's no such thing as slavery anymore. You're a fight. Oh, Libya. Did you see what's going on in Libya? Yeah. Yeah. That was fucked. They're selling. Sad. They're selling off people. Have you seen it? No. As slaves. Johnny. Oh my god, dude, man. get on it. They're selling off people as dude, slaves. Dude. Libya slaves. It became. <gasps> Hang on. <laughs> I've got this, man. This is fucked. Yeah. I can't believe. Dude, full selling people. Like they're just buying people and selling. Libya. Well, that's always been in the Middle East, right? No, no, this is no, Libya, no, 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 in Africa. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, uh, Libya. Sort of like, yeah, in the... In the yeah. sort of region, but... Yeah. Well, Libya's... Where is Libya? Libya is... No, African. It's Northern uh, Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle, to the continent. Middle East, yeah, yeah. yeah. Near Egypt. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Yeah. 
Clickbaitnews.com, uh, we'll just go to their article, it's quick and easy. Footage released by CNN shows men being sold at an auction in Libya. Auction, The dude. footage shows an auctioneer standing in front of a group of young men shouting, Big Strong Boys of Farmway, 400, 700, 800. <laughs> Uh, CNN travelled to Libya to verify the authenticity of the footage. There, they secretly filmed they secretly filmed an auction outside the Libyan capital of Tripoli. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> Tripoli. That reminds me no, of um, yeah. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. How you you find the little stalls where there's people selling slaves? Yeah, this exactly is the same referred time. to as merchandise. The men being sold into slavery were migrants and refugees. Twelve Nigerian men were sold at the auction. Does anyone need a digger? This is a big a digger, a big strong man who'll dig. One salesman said. Within minutes, it is all over, and the men utterly resigned to their fate are being handed over to their new masters. This is why people risk their life to try and get out of the place. Yeah. Dude, uh, dreadful sanitary conditions, food offered only once per day. Some migrants who couldn't pay were reportedly killed or left to starve to death. Crackdown on people smuggling by the Libyan Coast Guard has led to an oversupply of refugee passengers expecting to be smuggled by boat into Europe. And instead... Like, sold off. Yeah, they get sold off. That's they, it. They get fed hope, and then it's like, well, actually, we're selling you to a... Uh, you're going to be working 20 hours a day. <laughs> and you're not going to uh, get paid. And um, you get one meal a day. And, yeah, and your meal is consists of, like, bread and probably with maggots and porridge or whatever. And you're going to have to put up or shit. Migrants that become slaves <laughs> and, no are, <laughs> and are rescued are generally forced to return home empty-handed. So it's like, all right, we pulled you out of the, the slave pit. But you're yeah, going to yourself again. Yeah. Told the story of a man named Victor who left Nigeria for Libya, intending to travel to Europe for a better life. Having been sold into slavery in Libya, he was released after his family family paid a ransom. He was then held by the Libyan authorities prior to his relocation back to Nigeria. I'm not happy. I got back and start back from square one. It's very painful. Like that Ross Kemp fucking thing I watched, the documentary on the people fleeing. The, the women yeah. fleeing because they were getting sold as fucking sex, sex workers. Like sold as sex slaves. It's fucked up. <laughs> fucked up, man. Dude, this is fucked. Hey, dude. No, like, legit. But this happens in a lot of countries, like, but we didn't even hear about it. No. No. <laughs> it's like women getting sold, like Johnny said, for sex slave, like, sex slavery. Hmm. You'd interview them, they've got tears in their eyes, I just, I, they're going to sell me as a sex slave, I need to leave, like, I left my family, I'm fucking... Yeah. I've got a book, I've got a book on human, um, on sex trafficking in, in predominantly Southeast Asia and South Asia. So it's all about India, Thailand. Yeah. There really wasn't much, they, they, they mosh over the same sort of shit a lot. I can't remember where I bought it. Maybe I bought it when I was overseas or I just bought it before I went overseas. But it's a lot of the same fucking info mulched over. But the sex trade, sex trafficking and slavery generally is a thriving fucking business, man. They're making money. <laughs> like, it's it's not the powers that be. It's just literally a legitimate market. Yeah. In, and in the black in And the there'll black always market. be a market. And it'll always be there because people still need their fucking farms dug up and all that sort of shit. Like Zimbabwe, man. Have you seen? Have you been following what's happening in Zimbabwe? Robert Mugabe. Like, oh yeah. They sacked him after, just 20, after his twenty-year reign. Yeah, they they swore in the new president, like uh, the crocodile, who's like even more ruthless and notorious than he was. Like <laughs> he just roll his eyes. <laughs> crocodile. Yeah, but like because I've got a couple of friend, uh, Zimbabwean friends, they all, they've all been keeping me up to date, like with what they're hearing from their families and stuff. Like the real deal. Yeah. To someone got caught with like eight hundred million US trying to leave the country. Like, just one random dude had, like, literally, like, half a billion dollars worth of, like, U.S. currency on him trying to leave. Meanwhile, the country's, like, dying. Like, stupid shit. And there's a lot of the stuff, like, but after South Africa, Zimbabwe has the most white residents and that own a lot of the population and the wealth. Like, a lot of the population's wealth and a lot of the farms. So a lot of, especially in the African countries, a lot of the wealth isn't evenly distributed to the point where... 
colonialists still fucking maintain land rights and deeds to shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, one of my mates sent me a whole listing of Zimbabwe, like one dude. She goes, look, look at this. This is what one guy had. Property on property on property on property, just farmsteads and acres of just like, like, dude, how did this cunt acquire all this shit? You know what I mean? The millionaires of the world didn't have any of this sort of shit. You know what I mean? It all comes down to greed. Yeah, man. And it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. But like, like you look, you see it in Assassin's Creed Origins. You see it in the history before that. You see it now. That's not going to change. And as a species, we're just going to keep evolving to the point we get wiped out by something that we can't control. And then we'll just get repopulated. And then the, the cycle of the planet will just keep going. And we're back to square one again. Yeah. I, I, I'm starting to believe that theory. Like, it actually makes sense. We'll keep going until something from, like, you know, like a, an asteroid or some shit or our own demise, and that'll be the end of that. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, I don't want to get dark, you know what I mean? I'm just saying. Like, I reckon it's entirely, entirely possible. So you're saying there's been extinction events that yeah. have just started everything? Well, we've seen them in history anyway. Like, yeah, well, Graham, wiped out the dinosaurs. Dude, Graham Hancock goes into, like, a couple of them that have happened over history. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fucking dinosaurs got wiped mm. out by, we <clears throat> determined now by a meteor. And we didn't know what that... Our entire childhood, everyone used to say, no one knows what happened to the dinosaurs. Well, we know now. And who says it can't happen tomorrow? We're all fucking gone. And who says there weren't humans around with those dinosaurs? Who but that's the knows? thing. They keep saying no, yes, and yeah. then, like, you know, creationists believe that we lived in harmony with the dinosaurs. Yeah, I'm sure that fucking thing would have eaten you, man. Yeah. Come here, Rexy. Good boy. I've got a pet... I'm, I'm taking my pet Rex for a walk. Speaking of pets, I've got to say, greyhounds... <laughs> Greyhounds would have to be one of the dumbest animals that I've ever come across. They're fucking lazy. So dumb. Why? Bowie out of Greyhound is so dumb, dude. Are you sure it's just not because it's Is he a, a good stoner, dog, though? It's a stoner environment. He's a good boy. I love him. Like, but he's just a big dopey idiot, like a big galoot. That's what I call him. <laughs> dude, he is so dumb. Like, he comes clambering towards you. His legs are, like, flailing out the side. Like, he's almost slipping over. He's excited, he's excited to see you. He's almost, break- <laughs> he's almost breaking his legs, like, out the side because he keeps slipping. Like, and he's just... I've seen the, the tile floor. It's like he's just in another world. Like, uh... Was he a rescue dog? Oh, yeah, yeah, my sister bought him as a rescue dog. Yeah, as, as in, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was traumatised. Yeah, maybe, but fuck. <laughs> what? And maybe because you guys have showed him love, he's just gone all puppy again, like like a puppy. I don't know. Well, what does he do? How's your dumb dog? Just He just doesn't doesn't seem like he's there with you. Like, like my dog's Spunky, he'll look at you and he's Yeah, just, but that dog's a cunt. Your yeah, dog's a cunt, His expression though. has a thousand... <laughs> dude, like, Spunky's expression has a thousand words in it, like... Bowie doesn't even fucking make eye contact with you. He's just looking at the clouds with his tongue out. Like, oh. He's probably gone freedom. I finally found a family yeah. that loves me. Maybe. Could yeah. be, man. It could be, it could be a mental thing. Dude, Spunky owns the house, man. That's his, his, ha- his name's on the deed. Yeah, <laughs> the title deed. These are my subordinates. Sir Spunker. Right, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Spunky will allow, to live, allow the kids to live in the house until the day of... Actually, he's on the title. Dude, Bowie has this bed, right? <laughs> and it's big enough for a greyhound, so it's a big bed. And whenever he leaves Johnny it... Johnny sleeps in it. Whenever he leaves it, <laughs> Spunky jumps and sits in the middle of it, so Bowie can't get back on there. What a cunt, man. Seriously. And he just looks at him. Jealousy. And Bowie, like, he's a big idiot, so he just, like, starts crying, like, doing laps of it, like, crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and Spunky's just sitting there just staring, like, don't come near me, motherfucker. <laughs> what a cunt of Seriously, your dog is a prick, what man. What an asshole. You're what t- an asshole of a dog. But I think Spunky takes advantage of that dumbness. Like, he just, like... Oh, he's so dumb. Does he eat his food and shit? Yeah, like, if he, he eats going... his food, that's where it's got to stop. They eat each other's food. That's right, then. As, as long, long as he's, like, up on a thing yeah. for, for a right height, so he can put his mouth straight yeah. yeah, but I can see... Greyhounds, dude, they're so awkward. You can't even sit down. Like, you, can't even teach it to sit. <laughs> you can't teach it to sit because it doesn't know how to. 
What do you mean? Like it's a go, race stop, dude. Where is it going to sit? Yeah, it, like it's got to slowly like get down, like a, like a camel. It's like a camel. Yeah, it <laughs> it's, it's long legs, dude. It's got yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's that's hard. what I'm saying. It's just this big glute. It's like, a spunky oh. with like you know. Half two a, inch half legs. a freaking Tim Tam legs. Yeah. <laughs> two, in, two inch little legs. <laughs> like Tim Sims. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, man. <laughs> Straight around like he owns a joint. Oh, how old's the Greyhound? Like five. Okay, so, so if he's 35. Had, he's had five years of different life. So he's yeah, really he, used to. How long you guys had him You can't teach an old dog new tricks, isn't that the saying? Mm. What do you expect him to do? I don't believe that. Taxes. How you know, long have you had him for? A few months? With <laughs> <laughs> a cigar. <laughs> One of those rollers? <laughs> <laughs> sure, what we got here, Shee? <laughs> got a differential, Shee. <laughs> You're going to claim back 10 seconds. So right. apparently Johnny's Greyhound is dumb as dog shit. But apparently it is. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, how long have you had it, you said? Uh... Probably about, about two years now. You know what I was going to say to you? I was going to get you to look him up. I found another sh- shyster. Remember when we were talking about that African dude that, like, bought a, uh, convinced a major oh, country? Oh, yeah, the bank. The bank? Yeah, he convinced a major country to purchase, like, a fake airport or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a, what a mad dog. I found another guy, man. I don't know if this is legit because I haven't confirmed it. All right? His name is Stephen Russell. Have a look. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen PH? No, no. S-T-E-V-E-N. Yeah. Ooh, V. <laughs> Never trust a V, Stephen. Why? <laughs> just can't. Why? I just made that up. Yeah. American con yeah. artist. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to give you the skinny of what this guy did? Give me the skinny. This is how fucking... This is, this is how ambitious some people are, right? We try and hide like a surprise birthday from someone and it falls to shit. Yeah, mm, Every time. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work, right? Get this. This is what this guy did. Escape from prison by using laxatives to fake the symptoms of AIDS. He, he then called the prison. Wow. Dude, he called the prison, posing as a doctor, asking for prisoners interested in experimental treatment and volunteered. So he called as a doctor and then volunteered for these fake treatments. Once out of Texas, he sent a death certificate to the prison stating that he died. (laughs) Wow. I make a fake declaration on my tax and they're coming down on me like I fucking... I've got another one for you. This is him. On March 20th, 1998, Russell posed as a millionaire from Virginia in an attempt to legitimize a $75,000 loan from Nations Bank in Dallas. When bank officials became suspicious and alerted the police, Russell feigned a heart attack and was transported transported to the hospital. Russell was placed on security watch, but then he started to impersonate an FBI agent and called the hospital on his cell phone to tell them he could be released. Whoa. This guy fucking had some... Dude, how did he get away with that? <laughs> but to think about it. His, max- his maximum sentence date is 2140, the year 2140. <laughs> Dude, the heart attack. I've informed the police. Ah, oh, my chest. <laughs> with the hand and then, to the phone. And then while he was in hospital, he got out of bed and impersonated an FBI agent. And he got them to release him. Like, yeah, he's free to go. And then, like, quickly hides the phone, gets back in bed. All right, Mr. Russell, you're free to go. Well, I told you, so he walks out. I'll be out of here in an hour. (laughs) What a funny cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. That's awesome. I respect that. I thought about it. That's respect. Imagine being in prison, faking the symptoms for AIDS, and then just happen to get a phone call from, like, you know, like the prison guards are like, oh, Russell in 107 is like, you know, pretty sick. And then just, oh, hang on, the phone's ringing. Hello? 
Experimental drug, you say? Treating yeah. AIDS? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Russell, <laughs> your opportunity's come. Oh, really? Yes. Sweet. Goes back to the voiceover? Yeah. Seriously, and then he gets out. So we'd like to get him released, please. He gets out, and then he keeps And when he's, in, when he's in hospital... Uh, faking to be a FBI, he's obviously had to get some clothes from somewhere, yeah. right? Like Dude. stole a suit or something. Dude, and while he's being transferred, he manages to phone in. He sends in a death certificate. How does he forge a just, death just certificate? Just to really just Dude, put the cherry on top. I love you, Philip Morris. Really? In 2009. Oh, that's with um, Ewan McGregor and... Uh, Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. I haven't seen it. That's oh. an... Man, there you really? go. it's a movie about him. I love you, Philip Morris. Who's Philip Morris? Isn't that a cigarette company? Yeah. But maybe it was maybe that was one of his Is names. Is that a gay guy? I watched it. What's it about? Like literally that story? Yeah, it's like you and How McGregor. I don't remember it. <laughs> I didn't know it was about some shy, I just the only, the only thing I got from it was he was gay. So a film about his life and crimes was produced in two thousand nine named- <laughs> I'm talking happy CV, like all these escapes. Well, you're, you're he also he's, he's gay. And you and McGregor played his boyfriend. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of his story. He's gay. I had no idea that was a shyster movie. Yeah. I thought it was about some, like, quirky g- gayness. Gaybo. <laughs> Dude, I didn't mean to say gaybo, sorry. sorry no, I'm just saying. He was there waiting for you like this. Is that him? Pretty much. Yeah. So, what, is he serving, like... See, what was he actually in prison for? For escaping out of prison multiple times. So he was in prison for escaping out of prison? Yeah. What was the initial what was the initial? What were the initial charges that got him to prison? <laughs> Impersonating people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Impersonating a prison like guard. Fraud. Fraud. And, fraud. And, and, yeah, impersonating. <laughs> Just the he had yeah, HIV AIDS and wasn't likely to survive much longer. <laughs> Shit, man. This guy so he had AIDS. So he had AIDS, he impersonated and, fra- and embezzled and fraud sort of charges, and then he just kept escaping from prison. <laughs> it what, a, like, what a lie. Um, Russell, <laughs> what? Russell is now serving a 144-year sentence, 45 years for embezzlement, 99 for two escapes. I wonder who he's going to impersonate next to get out. But then, here we go. There we go again with the contrast. This guy's got like 3,000 life sentences strapped to him because he left prison, right? Meanwhile, cunts kill people. Dude, that fucking rapist from, uh, where's he from? That kid, Brock fucking, what was his name? Oh, yeah. Brock Turner or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, like, released. They're, they're appealing his conviction. He'll get released. They're appealing his conviction on the grounds that they're, they're putting... <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> they're, they're putting the woman's... A state of intoxica- uh, intoxic- intoxicity, or whatever, if that's the right word. Intoxication, yeah. Yeah. They're putting that in question, like she yeah. was clearly smashed. It's like, what's that got to do with anything? You raped her. But they're using that, like, to, to say it's not even a crime. And then money talks. Yeah. And he'll get off, and he'll Dude, go along with his life. He raped the woman beyond, and she was out of her brains. Because like, she, she was, was out of her brains. It's she was good. smashed. He fucking dragged her behind a dumpster and raped the woman. And now they're appealing the conviction. Like she it's was not plastered. Even a crime. It's all right. Yeah, she like wanted it's not it. even a crime. <laughs> she was hammered. She How wanted it. How can that even get taken to court? Why waste taxpayers' money, time? Why would you even think about processing that? Like, listen, fuckhead, go back to your cell. They don't have that backbone anymore. They just fucking caved to fucking everyone. No, but then this guy, whose crime was fraud, has got like 80 life sentences just strapped to his name. Like, there, he's never getting out. Fuck him. No, like, literally. But this fucking rapist has got the grounds to appeal. Are you kidding? Like, I love his mugshot, man. Oh, he looks like such a... Dude, he looks like he's grabbing soap every fucking day, man. <sighs> he would get turned into a fucking pincushion. He'll be holding some outturn pockets for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that prison break? <laughs> Teddy. 
<laughs> I never watched that show, man. Never. Come here and hold my pocket, boy. Yeah, you, you I look after you. a bit. I, I seriously have never fucking... Um, uh, Prison Break Season 1. Can't beat it. One of my number one. Number one number Dude, it was fucking Chopper Reed that laughed about that show. He's like, who in their right mind would get their entire body tattered with like an esca- elaborate escape plan? If you've got the time and money to sit Michael through... Michael Schofield, that's who. Entire, <laughs> you've got the time Mastermind and money engineer. to sit there Dimitri. and get tattered like a fuckwit and then commit a crime to get into prison to break someone out... Just break someone out. Like, use the time and money to just break someone out. So he's out of jail. Brock Turner. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. He's out of jail. He got sentenced to six months, three years years probation, and Turner must register as a sex offender for the rest of his life and participate in sex offender rehabilitation program. But he's walking the streets. Yeah. I love it. People versus Turner. (laughs) Yeah. Too bad if he goes, fuck it, I'm going to do it again. I was just going to say, dude, uh, what's the date today? Uh, Sixth. Sixth. Christmas is just around the fucking corner. Mm. Jingle balls. <laughs> I am the Grinch. Have you started? Have you started I am the, I am the, the influence? I'm We've got to mention it because we're, we're in the lead up. I'm the Grinch. I am? Yeah. <laughs> I, for some reason. I don't like Christmas. For the, oh, I hate Christmas, dude. But for some reason, the last like four days at work. I've they really been, went all out at work, didn't they? Oh, they fucked. Santa okay. riding the reindeer yeah, on the roof. Yeah, the Santa set up at the top of the fucking stairwell. The little Meanwhile, we balls. can't get earplugs. <laughs> I asked for earplugs to be fucking refilled. Hey, sir, the earplug <laughs> is empty again. <laughs> the Spencer's yeah, empty. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I can't get in here, but they've spent four hours doing the Santa setup. Yeah. That would have cost a bunch. Oh, it wouldn't be cheap. But I saw it, and I started going around just going, Oh, no, oh, no, oh, 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 no. I'm dreaming of a world. I was singing that song the other day, too. Christmas. Full <laughs> cool around. Yeah. I just keep saying it over and over again. I'm like, why? I it's hate in a corn, Christmas. man. Jingle balls. <laughs> I was kind of surprised when they did it because of, like, all the equality with uh, different... Uh, Religious backgrounds and whatnot. Oh, that's because we have a lot. It's like multicultural. You big time shits me. So I'm thinking, like, all I'm surprised these I did that. fucking cunts that come out and say there's no reason why we need to adhere to halal, la la la, if it's a free religious um, country and we don't need to do that sort of shit. Why do we celebrate? Why do we have Christmas as a public holiday? No, no, uh, legitimately. Why do we have Christmas as a public holiday if these idiots are pushing out we shouldn't have to tolerate other uh, mm. like religious freedoms just because? Then why do we have Christmas as a public holiday or Easter as a public holiday? The cousins just get pissed. Because <laughs> and they can make a whole lot of money. It's still a religious holiday. Like, pick. You can't have one or the other. I don't know, man. But- do you guys see the um, Milo Yiannopoulos? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's yeah. fucked. <laughs> do you know what's funny? I don't know, do you remember me telling you I used to listen to his podcast? Like, yeah. Two years ago, I probably was listening yeah. to him. And then, used to talk about him. And then I stopped listening because I was just over, like, he, basically the way I think about him is he's just like an attention whore and he just, I don't even believe he's gay, uh-huh. dude. I've heard him on some interviews. Dude, he married his boyfriend. He doesn't speak with a, with a gay, like, oh, like the tone to his voice. Overtone. And then other programs I've heard him on, he's like full exuberant, like, yeah. raging to the just fucking... Amp- Actually, he ramps it up when he right. wants to. He, he's against gay marriage, right? Yeah. But apparently he married his boyfriend, but no one knows who this person is. Is it apparently a black guy? It wouldn't yeah. surprise me if he wasn't gay. I think he's only saying he's gay so he can get away with saying the horrible shit that he says. You reckon? Okay, well, what are his claims? Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying yeah, that's what it no, is. No, no, I'm no, saying yeah. it wouldn't surprise wouldn't me. Wouldn't surprise you, yeah. What What are his actual claims? Well, he's just like a super right right wing dude. To get rid of the fucking um, immigrants. Like we don't want them. Blah blah blah. But his name is is clearly a Greek fucking name. So but he's not even had to he's not, But to he's America. not even full Greek. His dad is half Greek, half Irish. Is it? I, I don't remember. And his that. his last name is not even his real last name. What do you mean? So I oh, hang on, I'll, I'll do it. I got it. 
Um, I remember Johnny Des talking about it year, like a year or two ago. I think we just started the podcast up actually because we were playing basketball at our old primary school, and he was talking about him. He got my attention on. He was on. I heard him on Joe Rogan podcast first, so I just got his podcast because I thought he was like entertaining. Like it was just like this guy's a joke. Yeah. But then I just got it, like, I gave up on it after a while. I was like, you know, I was getting old. This guy's our age, right? He's a British political commentator, publisher, media personality, blogger, uh, associated politically with the alt-right. Right through um, technology. Describes himself as a cultural libertarian. He's a critic of feminism, Islam, social justice, political correctness, blah, 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 blah. Uh, though often described as a member of the alt-right, he rejects this label, stating that there are many points of difference between him and the alt-right movement. In October 2017, leaked emails revealed that Yiannopoulos had repeatedly solicited neo-Nazi and white supremacist figures on the alt-right for feedback and story ideas in his work. That's fucked. He was born and raised in Kent after being expelled from like a grammar school, studied at the Union of Manchester, failed to gain a degree, began working uh, journalism, and then, you know, uh, started fucking... Um, Basically relocated to the United States, became a vocal supporter of Donald Trump, permanently banned from Twitter. It was all just like shock value shit that he said, dude. He's, he's like, a troll. People just, saying he's just a troll. Yeah, just a, just a troll. He's the, he's yeah. the real trollman. Yeah, he's a oh, troll. Milo trollman. <laughs> trollman Yiannopoulos. But um, like I heard about on the radio that he was here, and because I don't pay attention to him, I was like, oh shit, Milo. Like, and people were paying $1,000 a ticket. Dude, there was riots outside the fucking venue. Yeah, but people were paying $1,000 a ticket to go see yeah, him. I wouldn't pay $1,000 a ticket. And, yeah. then, and then we had the riots outside the building, right? Yeah, in Footscray, in Kensington. Yeah. Yeah, he was born Milo Hanrahan. Yeah. And then um, yeah, his father is half Greek, half Irish. Mother is British of Jewish descent. Blah, blah, blah. Raised by his mother and his second husband. Uh, didn't have a good relationship with his stepdad. How the fuck did he get his surname? I don't, I don't know how he got that last surname. He's also said he wasn't born gay. Like, he goes, definitely, it was like shit in my life that just made me gay. Like, he goes, and he reckons all gays that fall under the same thing. He's yeah. Like, no one's Practicing actually Roman gay. Catholic, Yiannopoulos states that his maternal grandmother was Jewish, which puts him, puts him at odds with neo-Nazi adherents in the alt-right. Uh, married his long-term African-American boyfriend in Hawaii. His name was John. Maybe it's you. <laughs> yeah, but clearly not, another not, man in another country. <laughs> well, he, he 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 was here over the weekend. <laughs> I would have had to have been doing country black. visits. Dude, I would have had to have done blackface. <laughs> well, who says he's really black? Dude, how the fuck did he get that surname though? That's what I'm confused about. Yeah, the Anopolis privilege grant. Blah blah. Maybe it's blah. his dad's mother or like. But do you know what got me thinking, right? So we have these riots at the front of the building. Yeah. Just like in Charlottesville, right? Yeah. Okay. So obviously you have some really dumb people with some dumb ideas, right? Marching with their fucking shit. What if everybody on the other side just didn't fucking turn up? There's no riots. There's no violence. Right? I mean, didn't turn up. <clears throat> like the, the side that's opposing fucking right-wingers. Yeah. Just don't go. But they didn't. They did later. Like yeah. with their own counter-fucking-protest. Like, the bitch got run over, all that shit in the car. Like, if they didn't go... It was all happening. Just go, we'd be the bigger people. We're smarter than these people. We're not going to fucking go. Because if you don't go, if you don't turn up, then they just become bigger and bigger. Well, what's the whole saying? If you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything or something. Yeah. If you don't turn up, they, I don't believe that. They get bigger and bigger. Dude. That's, they, they, what are they going to do? Just march down the street? Yeah, but they're, they're raising awareness. It's, the, it's a point to show that the people are opposing their stupid opinion. Because if you don't turn up, it's like if you don't turn up to the to the voting, then Pauline Hanson will just get bigger and bigger. If I don't turn up to vote against Pauline Hanson, Pauline Hanson will get more votes and get in. That was the whole point. Like that's why but every year the same shit happens, and there's just these riots with pepper that's spray. Not every year, dude, we haven't seen things like Charlottesville in, in years. Mm. Not not to that degree, and not. But there's always the Australian ones we hear about. You know, clashing in the streets, fucking tear gas. When was the last time you saw it? 
Not that long ago, out the front of that fucking... Yeah, but that was one, man. Like, we're talking about in greater numbers. And I was thinking, same as the Westboro Church, like those cunts that stand on the side of the road. Yeah, that's just just the whole level of... It's just this constant hate thing. Just don't go. Just fucking ignore them. And then they'll eventually not get attention. They they go full, like... Yeah, but that's the thing. They don't get ignored, dude. They get bigger and bigger, and they get bigger followings. Dude, they get bigger and bigger when people go there, because they've fucking made the world stage now. I know about them. I've watched documentaries on them. But they'll make the world stage either way. What, because, just but that's out- the thing. That's how Trump won the fucking election. No one thought Trump would win, but then the silent majority that was harboring all this resentment, mm. they, they, they still exist. They just all right. Let's just turn take up. the Milo fucking thing for instance. Right? People are going to go regardless. There are people like that, right? Yeah. So if these other people didn't turn up, the people that are against them, there wouldn't have been all these fights and brawls. They would have just gone and done. No, they just have their- center stage and be able to do whatever they want. See, if go these, listen to if the show. These, if these lefties were smart. They would have bought a ticket, gone in there, and ride it in there. Why ride outside for? Go in there and do it to his face. If you stand for nothing, if if you don't stand up mm. for something, you stand for nothing. That's the old saying, dude. Like you can't just you can't your problems will not go away on a social social level or a political level. I, I think I know what I, you're saying. I, I, think I, it, I understand I get, what, I you're what you're saying, dude. I think it fuels them. Yeah, I think I know, it gives them fuel. Yeah, but. Because if they're going to be marching in the street and there's no one there to, okay, but do you know what the to be like, ah, oh, this is boring. Johnny, the difference is, is these guys, whether they're leftists, right-wingers, neo-Nazis, whatever, they don't need fuel to, to get bigger. They've already got they're that hate, already, man. They're already ambitious enough yeah. to set up the website, set up the riot, set up the march, set up the fucking political party. They've already got that ambition, dude. They won't get fueled by people opposing them. They'll, like, as in, they'll, they'll grow whether they like it or not. No one opposed neo-Nazism in Germany, you know, 1928, as in to stand up against it, but fucking Nazism grew because of the ambition was there. By not turning up, being apathetic or lazy doesn't just dissolve the fact. People are still going to be ambitious, dude. I don't, I don't buy drugs from a guy in a corner, but the drug dealer is still going to be there whether I like it or not. It's until I stand up and say, I don't want drug dealers in my corner when something might get done about it. Does that make sense? does but it doesn't to me as well like, I, I can't I, understand what you're saying i feel like if no one turned up then there wouldn't be a big riot there wouldn't be fights. yeah there might not be a riot but the right-wing voice won't just disappear as in oh well no one turned up to cause a fight so then they'll just go away like no 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 they'll still be there they'll still be on the ballot they'll i think still they'll support i think they'll always be there like dumb people but i think just like no, going, might, there, going avoid, there and fighting with them you'll like, avoid a fight you'll avoid a violent protest like you know when you're going there to to, mm. to stand up to them you know there's going to be a riot and a fight like you're not going there knowing that you're going to like change their mind smash no no but it's not about changing their mind it's about being a voice and standing up against something you don't agree with that's what i'm saying like i agree that if if two parties didn't come to the the pinpoint there would be there wouldn't be violence to that degree but at the same time, they've got violent propaganda as their fucking motif. Then it's like apath- them, apathy them. won't just let them dissolve and like, oh, it'll just go away and it'll just won't grow. It's like, no, dude, they don't need the fuel of violence to get bigger. They will get bigger regardless. It's got, you need people to stand up to people in order to stop a movement, not to stamp it out. Like, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. I understand what you're saying. But I don't see it as a point of apathy. All I'm saying is if there weren't fucking people there to clash with them, there'd be no violence. Like, they're, they're causing violence by going there. You are going there knowing that there's going to be violence. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you just leave and be, there'll be violence regardless, dude. They'll, they'll, like, how many times do you see these fucking right nationalists, whatever? Dude, Sam Destiari got fucking... Oh, yeah. Sam Destiari's out of the Senate because <laughs> yeah, of other yeah. contributions to whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but dude, he was in a pub trying to have a drink, and he got fucking attacked by those 
Oh, right. What were they called? Uh, Australian Front, something? Yeah, Australian Front, whatever the fucking, whatever bullshit it was, yeah? But they, were fu- they would have turned into something violent immediately, and Destiario was by himself. He had one mate he was having a drink with, and they went there trying to fucking start him and start a fight. You know what I mean? And Sam is like a tiny, meek little Iranian immigrant. The dude that came in Who wasn't green. even on a protest line. It wasn't in anything. It was by himself in a pub. And he got fucking picked out. Outside of work. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, dude, the the threat of violence is always going to be there. But, like, the thing is, like, those people are such a small minority. They're not. Like, they're, they're a minority, but they're growing. They're growing like, in numbers. In Pauline Hansen's in the fucking Senate. She was a, a no-hoper. We look at Pauline Hansen like, you're fucked. Yeah, but I mean, she's nowhere near winning. She's not going to win. And, like, whenever this shit happens with Stam Dastiari or... It, they're bagged out on national TV and radio. Like, no one's with them. Like, you know what I mean? But they're still people. Like, they're made as to be a joke by the people yeah, they like are. the media. But the, slowly, slowly, it's like Trump. You look at, we look at Trump and he's a fucking joke. But then Trump won. Mm. And then you have people like in Charlottesville. Like we said, he fucking won. Yeah, exactly. And then people in Charlottesville come out protesting their white fucking heritage or whatever. And it's like, you can't so fuck. You're doing what people did in the 50s with fucking mm. plans. Yeah, I, I agree, but I, I think that protesting there and going to start a fight with them doesn't help the situation. I don't think that's going to make them stop and want to stop. Yeah, I know, but you will never change either side's mind. That's it. It's like, it, it is what it's going to be. Like, we can't... Yeah, so why clash with them on the street? Because you can. Because you need to put your voice forward. Like, people are willing to put their voices forward to, to protest whatever it is they're fucking against, dude. Otherwise, you're going to sit there until they just start dominating everything and the... It just takes over. That's the thing. Yeah, that apathy, apathy won't just stop a movement. Like, does that make sense? Like, just by not going, I don't think it'll stop it. But it'll give, like, it'll just like take a lot of heat out of it. No, do you want it's to? Because like, then they'll be like, what hey. are they going to do? Like, honestly, like, like this is what they're going to do. Charlottesville, they're on the street. There's, now there's no one there to fight them. So we're just going to keep chanting and then go home. No, they're not just going to go chanting. But and go they'll, home. Get, they'll get they'll get media bigger. coverage. They'll, they'll still get their media coverage, but with no one opposing them, they'll just get bigger and bigger. And they'll and say, bigger. well, no one's opposing us, yeah. so we're going to just steamroll ahead. But that's that's how. Something takes over, dude, because people just sat back and let it happen. Dude, Nazi Germany, man. Yeah. That's just how it happened. No that's one opposed it. No one opposed them. And it became this fucking war machine, man. Yeah. That's just the way Adolf Hitler wasn't just handed a fucking no. a, a presidential suite and said, all right, dude, you're now in power. Dude, he grew and grew. It's propaganda started, and everything. They started with leaflets in bars and taverns, and then it just grew and grew and, and grew. And no one opposed, and he no became opposed, a war machine. No one, brought up, no one brought up another ideology. They just went along with it. Like they're if, like, well, this Adolf might have some yeah, good ideas. Like, if you believe in Santa Claus and no fun? one is different, you're just going to keep believing in Santa Claus. And he's like, what do you mean? No, believing? no, I, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm Santa? serious. <laughs> yeah. if, you don't, yeah. if you don't get told another way, then and you're just going to go the way that you've been told. Because you don't know any different. Yeah. Does that make sense? So you're saying the only thing that's going to stop these people from growing is protesters going there and clashing with them. It's called anti-protesters, dude, because... People need to step up and say, you cunts are fucked, you're wrong. Yeah, but for the sake of, like, people getting run over and people getting fucking yeah, bashed and... That's also the choice over, of the protester. That's the choice of the protester, and it's a choice of the person running someone over. That cunt that ran people over, he needs to be in prison for the rest of his fucking life, right? But it fucks up when people like Trump say there were good, there were fine people on both sides of the argument. Dude, you're talking about race, race segregation and fucking superiority. Mm-hmm. One side was saying that we're fucking all equal, no one deserves to live in, the, in shit, and the other side saying we're better than everyone, we deserve to be fucking better. If you're saying that there are fine people in both sides of the argument, and one of the argument is white power and fucking superiority, you're fucked as an individual, and that's a sticking point with Trump, like. 
That's why people are losing. Dude, I agree with that. And I think, I think, I think they, the proper way to go about it would be to get like some sort of law enforcement in, like not just people go and start fighting on the street. But that's what's called the right to free speech, dude, and the right to to protest. But then where does it end? If you let them do it, then it's going to keep going. It ends when fucking, it's been happening for, it ends when enough people make enough of a noise to, to force a hand to be, to be played. Yeah, to be dealt. But you can't just sit here and what like but everyone's like, against okay, them. Everybody straight, is against them, dude. dude. Everyone. If you sat in your house and you just saw cunts outside in clans out clansmen outfits walking past, screaming white power, what are you going to do? Join in. <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> so you don't want to organize the luncheon. You don't want to be. I'd probably close the blinds. Hot dogs and, and blankets and <laughs> yeah, you close the blinds. But if no one's out there telling them to fuck off. The next weekend, the next weekend, the crowd's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger until they're telling you to get the fuck out of your house. Does that make sense? Get the fuck off my lawn! <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, you can either sit there and watch a parade go by until it becomes so big that you're part of it, whether you like it or not, or you fucking... Yeah, but it's not going to get to that point in this day and age. With all the media and shit, they can't just keep growing, like, and just okay. take over. You know what, mate? You remember how you were saying how um the guy at work said that if we don't stop gay marriage, we're going to live in a Muslim calif- uh, caliphate? You remember? Like, we're going to be living in a Muslim society? Like, dude, world... World domination and as a society, the direction of world like politics and la 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 has varied greatly over like thousands of years. At one point, we did live under the Ottoman occupancy and the Muslim caliphate was like the biggest powerhouse. Then the Roman emperor empire was massive and then the Greek empire was massive. Mm. It's fucking varied through like, you know, that's just history. You know, different powers, different mindsets, blah, blah, blah. We're coming into a point in time now where we're sort of being more liberal and more more about equality and we're understanding that we shouldn't be dominated by religion and social standings and... Stri- like, do you know what I mean? Because that's just our mindset. But for the last 3,000 years, starting at Assassin's Creed Origins, there were fucking social classes and religion ruled the fucking roost. We're only coming into a point now. And, dude, these things take thousands of... like, hundreds of years to change hands. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But everyone's trying to compress everything and get everything up to date quick. And they seem like, like the guy, you know, at work that said, um, we're going to be living in a Muslim rule. Like, uh, we've society, Western society has lived under a Muslim rule before. And that's just society. And Christianity took it back through the Inquisition and the Crusades and all that sort of shit. They were violent fucking things in the name of religion, but because it was your religion and mm-hmm. not someone else's, that's the only reason why you're not disagreeing with it. If you were a Muslim, through the, if your family's history was Muslim all the way through the sands of time, you wouldn't have, you would have a problem with Islam getting bigger because you're part of that fucking club. Does that make sense? Mm. And now, Pete, like this guy's like, oh, we're going to be living in a Muslim rule. We're not going to be living in a Muslim rule tomorrow. And if if we are, it could happen in fifty years. It could happen in a hundred years. It's never going to bother anything to do with him or affect his immediate lifestyle. But people are just worried, are so fucking self-involved, they're, they're so selfish now that they think that it's only going to affect them hmm. in the short term. Like, oh my God, I'm going to wake up and my wife's going to have to wear a burqa and I'm going to have to go to a fucking mosque. Like, you're fucking white because of gay marriage being put through Australia. Now we're going to be living in a Muslim rule. What's that got to do with anything? Because gay marriage is going to help the decline of Western civilization because birth rates are going to fall out of the sky. No, people are going to have less babies because it's more expensive to have fucking kids. Like, people always say to me, when are you going to have a kid? Because I can't afford to feed myself right now. That's probably the best reason why I'm not having a kid. Come on, Tim. Come no, on, no, I'm just it's saying. Time. <laughs> I don't have a fucking job. You know what I mean? Like, that's keeping me in check, not because of the Muslim rule or the gay marriage. Mm. That's no reason why I haven't fucking gotten anyone pregnant yet. 
But that's what I'm saying. People are too self-involved and too fucking coddled off and bundled up. And they're thinking short-term, me, 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 me. It's like, dude, the world is a lot fucking bigger than what you think it is, man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And you look through the sand, the waves of fucking history, the powers and the, the, the dominating powers have always fucking changed hands over centuries. How Joan of Arc was part of what, the hundred, was it the, how many year war was it? When did year war, was yeah. it the hundred year war? Yeah, the, the, the war lasted a hundred years. That's but, a fucking long war, man. That's a long war, dude. <laughs> the thing about this, it, we're getting there. The Afghan war started in 2001. Yeah. It's 16, 16 years. 16 years. That's the, a, <laughs> there's been a military presence in Afghanistan for over 16 years. That's a long time. Dude, if you had a kid that year, if a soldier went to Afghanistan in 2001, yeah. his kid would be a teenager right now. And thinking, shit, he's And hilarious. he's grown up knowing that his dad has been fighting in fucking Afghanistan yeah. for a war that makes no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Oil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Guys, dude, Israel right now. Have you seen what Trump said about Israel? He's declaring, he's on the brink of declaring that Israel is the, um, the capital of Jerusalem. Like they own- Who the fuck is he? Yeah. Fucking- Dude, yeah. And Turkey has come I'm- out saying, if fucking Trump does that, we're pulling out any support we have in that situation. We're going to the fucking Palestinians. And you're all fucked. Like, you're all fucked. No one, every president has tiptoed around that and said, look, if there's, one, if there's one to do it, it'll be him. It'll be Trump that says, no, 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 Israel's ahead of Jerusalem. You're fucked, dude. You just, you want, I, uh, I spoke to Jesus. <laughs> and he I spoke to Jesus. And he informed me that Israel. <laughs> good people. Good people. <laughs> they do good stuff. Yeah. They do good stuff. He's a fine man. He's a good man. Look. <laughs> We're building a wall. <laughs> it's, see what I mean, dude? But that's what I'm saying. The lunacy. Like, how the fuck did Trump get into power? Because of, like, people just sitting back and not freaking out until the last minute and realizing, fuck, like, we're fucked. And there wasn't enough strength to uh, run against him. That's the point, dude. Like, I feel like everyone nowadays, like, the, the minority is these right-wing fucking nutjobs. Yeah, and that's everyone because, sees them like that. Why, man? Because just because you're not opposing them at a protest, I don't think they're just going to start growing in numbers. Like, what, why? Because people are past that shit now. No, like, majority, not, majority of people. Dude, that's because you hang out you with... Have, and you have too much faith in people. You man. have too much faith in people because you hang out with too many decent people. Dude, you watch The Project, and any time that these right-wingers <laughs> come up... The Project, no, no, but I'm saying, this is like a primetime show. Yeah. They get bagged out. Triple M the other day were bagged. Yeah, the, the far right wingers. Yeah, okay, but that's just, the, dude, that's the project. But how man. many people the that Bachelor are right wingers? The Bachelor still gets on TV, and I yeah. bag the Bachelor out every twenty seconds. Everyone I know bags the Bachelor out, but the Bachelor is still on but TV. How many people do you know that are right wingers that don't say nothing? Yeah, how many, pe- dude? That's how often? To be like, well, how often I'll hear someone drop some fucking racist shit yeah. on like either Muslims or migrants, and I'll look at them like, you're out of your mind, man. Number one, we're working alongside a Muslim. Number two, I'm the product of fucking immigration. Mm. But I hear some outright I am an immigrant. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Nick is an immigrant. I hear outri- outwards <laughs> racist shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and he's looking point, at me. <laughs> at that point, I'm at a crossroads. It's like, do I say something yeah. or do I just walk away? Yeah. Sometimes I'll say something just to get the... the I, I determine what is provoking this a lot, a lot of the time, it's like just a joke. A like lot it's of the time, not, it's, it's ignorance. Not, it's not hatred. A lot of the time, it's ignorance. I've heard a lot of people say some outwardly racist shit because they don't fucking know any different or they yeah. don't know better. They just hear, like, a, a Chinese yeah. whisper. Yeah, or it's a joke and it's just, like, a dumb thing to no, say. No, but I don't think the types are going to go, I don't like, mean, a, I don't mean out of a joke. Like, it's ignorant. No, because someone said to me the other day, <laughs> if I felt... Someone had made a <laughs> comment about the racist shit, like, as in, if someone... An Asian guy at work asked me if I felt offended if someone said, you know, this Greek can't or this Asian can't or, like, this Chinese can't, because he's Asian. And he didn't see a problem with it because he grew up in fucking Roeville... 
and Nana, back at, like he's around our age, and he grew up in those suburbs when like he dealt with fucking bogan racists. You know what I mean? And he he said, you know, it, to me it's not a big deal because it's in the context of. I go, I go, well that's exactly it. I go, it's in the context of what's being said. If someone's saying to me having a square go calling me a Greek cunt, then I'm going to take offence to it. But if someone just describes me as oh that Greek cunt over there. I don't get offended because that's not all I am. It's just in the context of it. George mm. Carlin had said it. It's the context of his words. Yeah. Right? But that's what I'm saying, dude. Even like in our workplace, even like in our groups, how many arguments I've had with people because of his sheer ignorance. They don't know what Sikhism is. They don't know what Islam is. They don't know what migration is. And they come up, or like the Safe Schools Act, yeah. or like whatever it is. Dude, so many of the Safe Schools, have you seen the Facebook shit come out? People have talked about it all the time. The Safe Schools fucking shit that's gone around they're saying that the new fucking because of gay marriage the safe schools act is teaching kids how to use dildos and fucking all that sort of shit like it's got nothing to do with that safe schools is about teaching equality and understanding that if you're you know your classmate is gay there's nothing wrong with it but they're making it out they're sending like dude that senator from queensland said it and outright saying, oh, I've seen the Safe Schools Act that's all about using dildos and sex toys. It's like, got nothing to do with it, you fucking idiot. Like, mm. there are debunkers on the net that have, like, debunked all this shit. But people are believing it as gospel. That's the start of the rhetoric. As in, like, that's the start of one person seeing it, then them telling their friends, and then them telling their friends' friends. All of a sudden, you've got 30,000 people that think the Safe Schools Act is about kids using sex toys. It's got nothing to do with fucking sex toys or sex acts. It's about... Teaching understanding and acceptance. Like, does that make sense? Mm. And that's the point. If you don't fucking say something, then you get the mob getting bigger because they're fueled by fucking ignorance and thinking this one way, one track mind. Dude, that's why this podcast, a lot of people have said to me that what they like about our podcast is the fact that we take a lot of shit that's been up in the air mm. and we fucking tear it, it apart. We find the fact of it and we come to understandings of it. Like, does that make sense? We say that all the, I've heard that the most things I've heard about our podcast is that that we make sense of a lot of shit that yeah. is up in the air that no one knows about. Like the safe safe, uh, safe schools thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think it's about using fucking no, sex toys. No, it's got nothing to do Because with that's it. what they saw on Facebook, because some fucking retard created it. This is what they're teaching in our schools, and they're making guys wear dresses and la la la. It's like, no, they're not fucking doing that, man. They're just teaching equality and understanding and compassion. And that that if, someone if someone is, is gay, there's nothing wrong with yeah. it. It's not... That's, yeah. yeah, fundamentally, that's what it is, man. Yeah. But people are fucking buying the bullshit, and yeah. that's how it is. All I'm saying is, dude, we don't see the majority of, like, right-wingers because we work where we work. And you know what? I fucking have worked alongside a lot of racist fucking rednecks. And I hear this shit, I'm like, yeah, sometimes it's not my place to say it at work. If I was in a pub, maybe it'd be a different story. But, dude, if you go up north to Queensland, fucking heaps of these right-wingers, enough to the point where Pauline Hanson is in Parliament again. We didn't fucking vote for her here, but she's in the Senate. All right, but let's say you are in the pub, right, and you decide to punch this guy in the face. Do you think that's going to change his mind? I wouldn't punch him in the face. Well, whatever, start an argument or whatever. I wouldn't punch him in the face, but if, if I was in the pub with Sam Destiari and I was sitting in the next seat and these fucking cunts went up to him and started saying all that shit, I'd get up and say, mate, you want to, like, ease up on that shit? I'd say what I had to say right there and then. I'd get security, contact management, and I'd defend myself if it got violent. I wouldn't punch on like, oh, you're nah. fine. With those kind of people, they're not going to be like, oh, sorry, sorry, young no, lad. They won't. Sorry, young lad, we'll leave but right now. you need now. to start, you can't just sit there and let a guy get abused just for sitting there and having a different background because I've been that guy. I've been fucking abused for that shit, man, because I'm literally the product of fucking immigration. I've had to hear that shit my entire life. So many times, dude, so many times I'll be out 
and like because of my accent and because of either what I'm wearing or whatever, you know, I, you know, I, I sound like a fucking bogan half the time, and it's because I grew up in Australia. But a lot of guys sometimes overlook it. Like you see me with a shaved head or whatever, and I'm wearing all my work gear. No one fucking thinks anything of it, and they start saying this racist shit. I'm like, dude, who are you, man? Do you know who I am? Like, dude, I see it because I am in that fucking little demographic, dude. You wouldn't see it because you're not. Like, as in personally. You might see racist shit if you're out. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying, like... I just don't think violence is the key. No, no, violence isn't like the to key. To go stand up and let's mm. like, have a battle, like... And it happens no, 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 it's not about fighting, but it's not about shying away from mm. oppos- opposition either. Like, I'm saying, I wouldn't go to a protest looking for a brawl, but I'd go to a protest to fucking voice my opinion and make a stand and say, we're not fucking... I'm not aligning myself with your shit. You're We're not going to take it. <laughs> no! <laughs> We're not going to take it. Does that make sense? <laughs> it makes sense, but I don't think that if... Well, I don't think it's going to stop them, dude. They already have that violent mindset there. Instead in their ways, and a bunch of people standing there with some signs is going to be like, oh, let's back off, guys. No, but it's a point of us portraying the message, conveying a message, and them conveying a message. Like, we both need to make our messages heard, our voices heard, because if we don't, then... One side will fucking grow because their ambition's not going to just get quelled because we didn't turn no, up. No, like, no, it'll grow. No, it'll grow more. Yeah, there's like, no one opposing fuck. us. Yeah, let's just get bigger. You know what I mean? Like that's how it's going to work, dude. I, I'm I telling you, like everyone is apathetic, man. Like no I, one. I just don't see how like someone not protesting is going to make them get bigger. I just don't understand that. I just don't see how because they are. They are getting bigger. There's no one opposing people, them. No one opposing them, dude. That's what happens when no one opposes someone. Every time there's a rally, there's opposition, and there's always a fight. Yeah, because people believe enough in it to say, fuck you, what you're doing is fucking ridiculous, man. So if you were, if someone was telling you they're going to take away sex dolls, right? <laughs> this is out of interest. And you went to a rally because you want fucking sex dolls. You believe in that sex doll. You have the right to use that doll. I still want to go to the protest because it's a sex doll. And what if they took away the sex doll? Whatever. Nah, but that's because they're apathetic. You don't care. Yeah. We're talking about life rights here. That We're people talking about social that... justice. We're not yeah. talking about a sex doll, which is just a choice, like, oh, yeah, whatever. We're talking about political and social beliefs. You don't have strong political beliefs. You don't have social, uh, like, you don't have that sense of social fucking um, responsibility because that's just you. Not everyone does. Like, we talk a lot about politics on this podcast, even though none of us are political activist. When I see Taylor News and I see people crying, pepper dust, head injuries, people on the ground getting stomped, I don't think yeah, that's good. Cool. That's that's you don't see their well. cause. You don't see the cause behind it. Like people that die in the name of religion, I think it's ridiculous. To them, it's their livelihood. It's everything they mm. have. Does that make sense? <laughs> but you, because you disagree, because you wouldn't do the same, that doesn't make it any less important. Same thing, people, people believe in their country. They die for their country. Would you die for your country? Probably not. <laughs> I think it's because uh, I don't know what I'm fighting for, really. Yeah, but, but, then, but, then, but then people that join the military, what are they fighting for? But All different things. Then so at the same time, having said that, yeah, I mean, we're, we're the products of Greek um, migrants, right? Uh, I mean, Nick and I have both got Greek heritage, yeah? My my mum's side, if you go back enough generations, I've mentioned it before, there's a military family there, right? Like a pretty prominent one, right? In Greece, there's a, a military family. They were part of the uprising against the Ottoman occupancy in, like, you know, 1821, whatever the fuck it was, right? After 400 years of occupancy. Like, they said, fuck this! 400 years of living under a fucking Ottoman rule, Muslim fucking empire, not being allowed to do shit, right? One Greek turned up and said, you know what, fuck this, we're starting the uprising, let's get fucking organized, and we did, and they did it. They overturned it. After 400 years, someone stood up and said, fuck this, I'm not doing this anymore. Hmm. 
But right? the, the right wingers aren't in control. They're just a tiny minority, dude. That's okay. what I'm saying. But that's what I'm they saying. They don't have control of everything. We have to fight against them. Dude, Trump didn't have control. Now the Republicans control the whole fucking Senate and the House. That's the point. That, that's the point I'm making, dude. Fucking 200 years ago, whatever, some, some great cunt who didn't have power, wasn't in control, they were fucking living as slaves occupied, in occupied lands, turned up and said, fuck this shit, we're not doing this anymore. People died for it. Yeah, but it's a different, it's a different situation. It's a different situation, but it's still a political mindset. The point is, if is they this- were, if dude, if the right wing was fucking like ruling shit on the street corners with guns and shit, like fucking, then I'd probably want to fight, like stand up against them. But they're just such a small minority. Yeah, but would you? And I find no. Hang on, would you? If if it if it was the point where I'm like just oppressed and not getting food and shit, then so of if I they would. grew to that stage, and what if you would have said, man, maybe I should have, maybe I should have done something like you know, twenty years ago when people started talking about this shit. But they're not going to grow to that stage. How, not, do you, how do you know that? Because they just won't. They're yeah, just like no one one But look at America, man. Trump's in that fucking. S- s- everyone laughed when Trump was like, "I'm going to run for president." Everyone we laughed. Like all it was of a us. Joke. We all laughed. I thought Trump. That's like a wink. We laughed at him. And now it's like, and now it's like, shit. The guys <laughs> managed, managed to get his Muslim ban going. Yeah. That just got cleared. Yeah, he's building a mit- got his tax ban. Uh, got his tax reform the in wall. now. So his tax reforms in. So all the uh, the the middle class again fucking taxed higher than the upper class. Mm. Right. That's come in, finally. They laughed at him for a year, but he finally got the support through. The war will be next. Like, that's what I'm saying, dude. But he's that's only got a limited time in there, and, like, the majority of people still Yeah, but the limited time that he has, he'll the that most, amount of, there, most amount of damage. In the year that he's been there, and everyone's laughed at him, no, no, like, they only started... Sh- yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Everyone laughs at him. Yeah, no, no but... One, no one's actually... Like, there's a tiny little done. group that follows him. Okay, but, no, it's not a tiny little group that follows him, because that tiny little group got him into power. America. Okay, so hang on. A tiny little group, think about it, a tiny little group got him into the presidency of the United States of America. Well, that's questionable, even if it's all fucking legit anyway. But it is legit. If the guy's fucking travelling the world as president of the United States, what are they going to do? Turn up in two years say, oh yeah, it's actually bullshit, give us back the last two years. Throw him in chains. Doesn't work like that, dude. He's in power. There's only a tiny little group, according, like according to you, right? There's only a tiny little group that follows Pauline Hanson. Pauline Hanson is in the Senate in, the, in Australia. Getting paid. We're not in the Senate. We've got a tiny little group. We're not in the fucking Senate. We've got no one that voices our opinions. A tiny little group supports Pauline Hanson and the right-wingers. Pauline Hanson is in the Senate. She's making decisions for, for all of us. That's my, that's my point, dude. She's a long way from power. She'll never get it. She is in power. No, it's like, in rule, like fucking ruling the country or whatever. She's a bit more than a step closer to power than you and I are, man. Mm-hmm. We're doing a podcast in South Melbourne. She's in the Senate. Our taxpaying dollars are fucking going to her salary. A little, tiny little support group, man. That's my point. A tiny little support group. I think Parkinson's my time, yeah, my partner's almost well. up. The other Sam, we're not going to take it. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it's a tiny little group. Yeah, I agree. But from little things, small, big, grow Big things, man. <laughs> From little things, big things grow. <laughs> That's my point, man. Yeah. That like you're right. It's only a little group, and it's not going to make a difference. But enough people sat back, and that's how Trump got into power. That's how Pauline Hanson's in power. That's how all these fucking hacks get into power because too many people sat there twiddling their thumbs, saying, "Eh, it's not going to be an issue to worry." Should about. be right. Should be right. <laughs> and we are. We're like that. We're and that's the thing. Just because. You so you don't think that these crazy dudes marching down the street, you don't think they like the violence that comes with it? You don't think they thrive on that shit? 
Let him thrive on it. It's not See how many point. people can bash today. Fucking awesome. Yeah, maybe. But by not turning up, they're not just going. They're going to go from marching down the street saying we're going to. F- we need this and we need this and we need this. People are just going to fucking join them because no one's opposing them. No, dude. But that's. It's not me. D- Why? Dude, Why? It's not me. Okay. This is where you. This is where you frustrate me, dude. Oh look, here's this group, and no one's opposing them. I might join them. They look good. Like just yeah, why? either out so of fear. It's like a gang, the, dude. But like it's a gang. like a gang. That's the point, dude. That's my point. Just because you're apathetic to that and you don't care as long as you have your bills covered and you know you can feed yourself. There's people that believe. You just in... said. You said two seconds ago that you would only step up if like there were people on corners, guns, toting guns, and food was scarce. Right. That's what you said. That's what it would take for you to step up. I would step up a lot fucking earlier than that. I wouldn't wait till people were in jumps, in jackboots, kicking my door down to say, oh, I'm going to oppose you now. You've got all the guns. You've got all the power. Now I'm going to oppose you when I've got nothing. And then spend like a hundred years in fucking, you know. How are they going to grow to that point of like... Talk to Adolf Hitler, dude. (laughs) That's different. How is it different? Because this is just a different society and shit, dude. It's like a world stage now. Talk to Trump. They were like segregated and like fucking, it was a whole different thing. So talk to Trump. Talk to Trump. He'll be out soon, and then we someone else. It's been a year. He's got another two. It's, he's got another two. It's been a year. It's been a year. And now m- Muslim migrants aren't allowed in America. The, the, but, the middle class are getting fucking taxed heavily now. So a, a lot of the people... That, Obamacare got repealed? Dude, no more Obamacare? A lot of the people that voted for him would be saying, shit, I wish I didn't, right? But he's still in power. Yeah, but they'd be saying, shit, I wish I didn't. Not because they had, no, like, a racist agenda. No, it's just no. because they thought it was something there's different. Two, we two, need something no, there's new. There's two, two types of people that voted for him. People that wanted change because they weren't happy with the way American finance and economy was going, right? Too many under-promises by Barack. And people from Texas. Yeah. And two, yeah, the fucking crazy gun right-wingers. Gun gun toting fucking dumb cunts that are rednecks. Those are the two people, the, the, the Trump voters. Yeah. yeah. So what's your point? Then you got the solid Well, my point is that... they're not all like voting Trump because they hate people of color. They're just voting Trump because whatever other reasons. Okay, it's something different. But they're still voting to this voice that wouldn't go away. Trump was his best campaign manager because he sold his own fucking rhetoric. Because no one stood up, you know, in the few, feeble attempts to stand up to him and take him seriously, he sold his best rhetoric to all his. Yeah, he sold his shit. He yeah. sold his shit. And it was and a lie. These old right cunts are doing the same thing here. That's why Yiannopoulos can get fucking sold out fucking speaking but to him. He, 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 never, he never based his fucking campaign on, like, a racial view. It was always, like, just making shit better Trump. for him. Yeah. Uh, Mexicans are coming into America selling, and they're bringing drugs and crime and rapists. Some Mexicans are okay. But some Mexicans yeah, are okay. Yeah, well, he said some, some immigrants are okay. We've got to weed out Muslims are coming ones. into our country. They're all terrorists. How is that not racial? Well, he didn't say that. Yes, he did. He said that he said we need to weed through and stop the fucking no, illegal illegal Muslims, ones coming. He he filtered that out later. His initial statements were Mexicans are coming into our country that are rapists and and, and fucking drug dealers, and Muslims are coming into our country that are all terrorists. Dude, quote. this quote quote. See, that's too. No, I've watched his speeches. He says like I'm trying to weed out the ones that are coming here illegally. Because no one comes. No illegal Muslims are coming in. No, like Mexicans and stuff coming across the border. It wasn't even about that. It was about stopping Mexicans, period. And then sending Mexicans that were already there that are established fucking home, like winners, like empl- like workers, sending them back. It's got nothing to do with keeping the good ones. Right. Well, it's even that. talking about people like that, which is the... like, dude, dude, in a nutshell, honestly, man, I understand what you're saying by thinking that the alt-right movement in Australia is no big deal and it will just go away. 
it will not go away if no one simply if if no one opposes it. So you're for the fighting on the street. I'm not saying you have to fight on the street. I'm saying you need to get you. I've got nothing, no problem with people protesting on the street. Protesting and fighting are two different things. If if alt right, if anyone wants to incite violence, it's in their agenda. They're going to incite violence whether they like it or not. You can incite violence at a service station because someone didn't fucking pay you right. But you're going there knowing no, there's going to be violence. I wouldn't be going. I wouldn't be going to a protest thinking that I'm going to get into a brawl. I'd be going to a protest knowing it's going to be fucking anarchy and it's going to be heated fucking exchange of shit. If someone incites violence, that's another third option, dude. That someone takes up. It's got nothing to do with speaking your opinion, man. That's why we have the freedom of speech, and that's why we have civil civil unrest, civil disobedience, and blah, 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 blah. You, you have the right to voice your fucking opinion, period. Yeah, so let them do it, and don't go there and fight them. Yeah, but I'm allowed to voice my opinion, which is not their opinion. I've got the right to go there and fucking voice an anti... Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah. Yeah, an opposing argument. Yeah. And my, my point is this, by simply not turning up, to a protest and allowing people to just march through with jackboots and fucking banners, those jackboots and banners aren't just going to go away because you didn't turn up and you couldn't be fucked. They're going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And the proof of that is Nazi Germany. The proof of that is Pauline Hanson. The proof of that is fucking President Trump. Republican Senate, Republican Congress, they fucking own everything now in America. They own everything. And Republican voters might be shitting bricks because of what they've done. And the other half of the Republican voters are like, yeah, fucking bring it on. We're going to, we're taking over the world again because they're fucking deluded. But not what, for one minute, will I not say to a racist, you're fucking out of your mind. You're clearly ignorant and you need to be educated on shit because it'll just, they'll go back and tell their racist friends. They'll tell, they'll, they'll influence their racist kids and it'll just keep going and going like the safe sex, safe schools act, like the fucking, all that sort of shit, dude. According to Pauline Hanson, I should, Nick shouldn't even be in the country. I should go back to where I came from. According to Dawn Frazier, I should go back to where I came from because Nick Curios. But that's Pauline Hanson who everyone hates and thinks she's a nutty nutbag. But she's in the Senate. Yeah. But you're failing to recognize this point, dude. She's in the Senate. She has a government job representing people. She is in the fucking Senate, and she has people backing her, more people than us. That's my point, dude. She's a nut job, like Trump was a nut job. Somehow they're both in fucking performs of power. Trump is in the biggest form of power in the, in the history of the world. That's my point, dude. By shutting, by being quiet about it, it's not just going to go away because they're going to run out of steam. They don't just get fueled on... They get fueled on anarchy... But, but depending on what the, what the fucking scenario is, dude. Like I'm talking about this, like Australia. Just okay. This you're talking situation. about now alt rights, dude. The, the, like the Miley Yiannopoulos show, people went to protest them, and there was just fucking craziness. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think that's a right. Fucking lunatic, dude. That's the point. Like that's the point itself. My my point is that you can't just turn your back on a rising wave of fucking hate or political opinion, whatever the fuck it is. You can't just turn your back on it and think it's going to go away. It'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger because they don't need you as motivation. They have their own motivation to get bigger. And they'll find weak, they'll find supporters. Like, everything will find supporters. Like, reality shows find supporters like fucking drug addicts. I don't support drugs. How come drugs are so fucking big? I can turn my back on a drug dealer on the corner, but if I don't fucking call the cops and get this dealer phoned in... He'll just get bigger. He'll find a fucking customer base because that's just how it is. It's the nature of the beast. It'll fucking grow. We need to be aware of it. We need to be aware of what's going on around us because if we don't, then we may as well just give up on everything, dude. Just take whatever comes, cop it in the ass, buy your Cheerios, and uh, go to sleep. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. Yeah. Anyway, look, we're yeah. all out of parking. Yeah, we're, we're going to cop tickets. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, the government's going to ruin us yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. I'm going to get a fucking fine now. 
and watch, $450 fine, year suspension, and I'll call McCormack and see if I can get him to cover it while he's in rehab. Listen, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, mate. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, time. Who's, who's fucking got this one today? Come on, Bobby. Have a crack. And then, and then I'll have a crack after you. Come on. 317. All right. Uh, 306. <laughs> 310, 17 seconds. <laughs> it's not right. 17 seconds. All right, fucking... All right, fuck it. Yeah, no, nah, till next time. Done. We're doing another, are we doing one before Christmas? Yeah, yeah we man. are. For sure. And then we're going to do one post. Like, we're going to yeah, we'll do a, a Christmas special. Ah, uh, yeah. A very right Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Part <laughs> two. Part two, so it doesn't yeah. fuck up on us like last year. <laughs> 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 All, right. All right, cool, man. Juke leverage out. Ah. Oh, love, love, love. <laughs>